again here at in your head wrestling radio i am the internet icon the pride of the pilgrims the most honest man in all of podcasting and a damn handsome man to boot jack e jones along with my right hand man my audio soulmate and the enforcer of the haters one inch biceps the power goat, bah! Yeah, show them the power. Yeah. What to do? The boss, baby. Mm-hmm. Your uh, your video's not coming in there, buddy. Oh, let me see if I can fix that. There. Yeah, there we are. Now we can see the inch man. Boom! Right. Here to talk about the wrestling. Yeah. You pumped? You looking pumped? I am pumped. Yeah, you're getting the guns. Hot I watched damn. all the wrestling. Did you? You're Jimmy jamming it up over there, Inch Man. Yeah. Very proud of you. I watched the you. AW. I watched the Impact Wrestling. Really? I watched Zero WWE because that's yeah. Fuck that. Fuck that noise. Sorry for the late start. I was um, I was doing the I was doing a podcast. I was on shock treatments with Mel. And Maddie over on the Dorkening website. That will be up Friday. If you just can't hear enough of me, you can go and listen to me on the Dorkening on shock treatments with Mel and uh, I think Maddie. once a week's enough for me. I don't even know if once a day. This is the third time people are listening to me today. But that's what happens when you're you're a rock star. Mr. Hollywood Jackie Jones. Right. Maybe maybe you'll you'll find that out eventually. I got my FTR shirt on today. Mm-hmm. I got my um, my boobios. 
Hell yeah, Bootios. That's sweet. I love that shirt. I I have that same shirt, but it's uh, too big for me now. Unfortunately. Yeah. Man. So you watch all the wrestling. You watch that bullshit Impact? I watch the greatest wrestling out there, Impact Wrestling. I don't know about you, Inchman. What do you see in this Impact? What was tickling your What was tickling your booty? What was tickling your fancy? Let me tell you about the Impact. All right. Was it so, impactful? It was. It was. The biggest impactful thing that happened was Johnny Swinger got kicked out of the arena. He wasn't allowed in. Really? So you know what he did? He wasn't allowed by Johnny the- Swinger. So you know what he did? He went what? backstage and he went through everyone's bag and he found the suicide outfit and he wrestled as suicide. The greatest is is well is any time right for a suicide character, but is right now a good time to be suicide? If you're Johnny Swinger. Johnny Swinger, he's still around. Where'd they pull him out of? 1997. Jeez, please. Even Clint here, President Clinton in the chair, he's like, who? So, um, what's going on in Impact right now? Um, they Mr. Champion, Tessa Now, this really happened. This is, I mean, you could, you could just make this up, and I wouldn't know because I've watched it in years. As far as I know, Johnny Swinger hasn't wrestled, you know, in 25 years. Before he found the suicide outfit, he found the Super Eric outfit, and he almost went for that one. But he ended up going to suicide. How can you reference great moments in Impact when you're wrestling in Impact? Like, who is it? Is that if you're trying to gain an audience, you can't be like referencing something that no one watches? Forget John Moxley. Forget whoever the sports entertainment does. Impact Wrestling has no champion. So they're going to have a four-way match to crown their champion. It's going to be Eddie Edwards. Eddie Edwards? Eddie Edwards. He's, the, he's around? Not even not even the star of the team? Not even. Not even. What happened to Davey for- Richards? Wasn't he the guy that everyone said was going to be like the future superstar? I think he just packed it up and went home. So Eddie Edwards, the great Eddie Edwards, Trey from the Rascals, Ace Austin. Who? Exactly. And a mystery former TNA wrestler. They showed Kurt Angle. They showed Sting. They showed DC3. Who knows who it would be? One of Let those me guess. Can I guess who the, who the mystery guy was? That's not happening. It's Slammiversary this weekend. Oh, I see. The so they, they haven't said. The it's going to be like Sonny Siaki. That's, my guess is Sonny Siaki. <laughs> or Irish Pat Kenny. Since they showed Super Eric, I was thinking maybe Eric Young. Could be foreshadowing. Scotty Wilkerson says, I haven't watched Impact in three years. Can you update him? What's what's happened in these three years? He should get the Impact Plus. What's that behind you? You got like – Get some cool uh, toys there. It's cool that you're showing a different side of your room tonight. Uh, you got the muscle guys. 
You got a JYD so figure up there. Uh, some Moodyo over here. Oh yeah, JYD. That's cool. Stardust. 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 I got my JYD cereal. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's when uh, Hogan fought Miss. Uh, Miss. Uh, when Hogan fought JYD at WrestleMania. Or he's tagging with him. Tagging. Yeah. I got this is my newest purchase. Uh, you inspired me. Oh, man. Walmart. Got me a I can't find that one. If you can find another one, Incher, I grab it for me. I can only oh, find yeah. three. They have a few. I can see one. All right. I, can, I only found uh, Triple H, Faker, oh. Cena. And one uh, and Demon Balor. It's the only ones I can find. Who was the second one you said? Um, Triple H. They had they had the Undertaker. They had the Rock. Really? I need yeah, those. I need Undertaker the, and the Rock and New Day. One more too. All right. Well, I'll pay you for them. I'll PayPal you. It's not like I'm uh, I'm gonna you know just take them for free. Can't get free stuff from me like you do, Jason Minton. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're obviously not as cool as Jason Minton. Like, if it was like a cool person, a nice person, they would just buy them for me and send them to me. But you're obviously not. I mean, there's not nothing against you. I'm not saying you're a bad guy. I'm just saying you're not as cool as Ms. Minton. I gotta admit that's true. So I can't really. Argue. It's good to admit your faults. Like that's a good man intro. It's a it's a good step in the right direction. It's a new intro. I like it. New power goat. So what else happened on this uh, Johnny Swinger filled episode of Impact? Uh, he wrestled Willie Mack for the title because he was suicide. Willie Mack. Willie Mack. Who the fuck's that? Is that? He's from he used to be like Red Dog and ECW. Pucho Underground. He's a JYD. Man. You know you're going to tune in when Trey from the Rascals is the new Impact Champion. Bad times. Bad times. I'm drinking the dad's root beer tonight. Oh, that's the name of it. I thought you made like you stole your dad's root beer. No, my dad was beating. Yeah, that's not the Alki, is it? You didn't accidentally get not my grandpa's root beer. Okay. I'm straight in. Big daddy, yeah. And it's a diet. I know you're you're you don't drink the real sugar anymore. Calories don't allow it. I drink the diet. You doing a good job staying under your tooth two grand two thousand calories. I am, I am. You're looking at it. I can see the improvements. You look especially buff this week, I think. Right. Yeah, and, and probably a little more handsome than normal. I know. It's probably all that Johnny Swinger you're watching. Johnny Swinger is the best. I hope he's the next Impact World Champion. I hope he's the mystery how they go back from the TNA. Every time I reboot my laptop, it resets the lighting. So I have to figure out – this time I took some pictures. But the, what bothers me, Incher, is I'm I'm really tan this year. I'm like the most tan I've been since I was like a teenager. But because of the lighting, I look like I'm, I'm like from powder or something. I'm like incredibly bright. Are you lighter than me? 
Yeah, and I and that's not happening. I mean, I'm I'm actually like olive skin right now. My Italian heritage is coming through, but you can't see it because I look like uh, an albino or something. You look like someone with your album would cast in his next movie. No, I'm not that young. I'm a youthful man, though. I I doubt the 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 facial hair would do it for him, well, especially the gray. Yeah, you're a young tight man. He might be into that. So Johnny Swinger, who else was on this? Was has, has the uh, the um, ECW uh, Musketeer showed up? The Buccaneer. They do have Tommy Dreamer. So. Tommy Dreamer, Sir, he's still there. He's still there. Does this show happen in the? Are they? Sh- is this a new program? Or are they showing like highlights from '97? Yeah, they're at the point now where they're pushing the young guys that aren't... The young guys, Tommy Dreamer and Johnny Swinger? It's like a nice combination of young guys and over-the-hill guys. That's, that's where Impact's at right now. Damn. And Moose. I enter, they're saying you're a little low. A little low. Yeah. I know you used, you used to be the technical wizard of the show. But. Yeah, let's see if we can fix that. That was back in the old uh, VHS days. Do you still have a working VCR on your tube I TV? I have a VCR. I don't know if it works. Damn. Hot damn. Uh, if you guys want to uh, zoom in tonight, you know the dealio. Which you probably don't, but so what wrestling did you watch? Um I watched the back of those uh of those WWE uh the Masters of the WWE Universe box to see like what other wrestling's like wrestlers I, I would like to buy. So I watched that. Um yeah, exactly. All four of those. Really, I don't have any of. I don't have any of those four. Yeah, Braun Strowman was the other one. I need him. Boom. Help a brother out. I have the ring. I bought the Castle Grayskull ring. Yeah, they had that too. They had that too. That's Apparently, there's a a Steve Austin ring as well. Yeah, I saw that afterwards, but I did, they didn't have it anyway. But, yeah, it's like – well, that one doesn't come out till September. It's like Steve Austin and uh, Hulk Hogan. And it's not necessarily a Steve Austin ring, Incher. If you know your uh, Masters of the Universe, it's Snake Mountain ring, which was the place that they came after Grayskull. But they they got an Austin with it because he's, he's the rattlesnake. So it, it makes sense. Bear with me here for a minute. I'm going to see if I can get my audio up. It's all right. I know this Zoom is new to you, uh, uh, Inchman, but you, you'll get it working here eventually. I was happy this week because usually, Inch, when you try to join the show, you just start calling me on Zoom. And I have to tell you every week, like, you can't do that. You have to use the Zoom link. But I'm glad uh, this, this was the first week, I think, I didn't have to tell you that. So that was good. Good to see you're a good man. I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm from West Virginia. You gotta take your time with me. West Virginia, yeah. Is Johnny Swinger huge in West Virginia? 
Johnny Senior is one of the biggest wrestlers in West Virginia. Really? Man. Is he bigger than Heath Slater, though? There's no wrestler bigger than Heath Slater. Yeah, I've heard he is the pride of the WV. So I'm going to post this link for you, uh, Hedy, the Hedyverse out there. If you would like to zoom into the show and talk with us, it'll be, uh, it'll be fun. Fun for the whole family. Which I probably don't recommend uh, zooming into the show if you are a child. But why not? Whoa, look, we got a song man to be joining us momentarily. Bear with me. I'm just posting to uh, the Facebook page for everyone to join into In Your Head. Talk some Johnny Swinger. Talk some uh, Bernie Mac and all the stars of Impact. Finally, I get the uh, In Your Head episode I've been waiting for. Impact Wrestling. Well, I mean, I try to be a good guy and accommodate you, Intruder. I don't think anyone can deny that. Uh, it's this show here tonight is to uh, to try to uh, appease the inch man and then put him in a good light. All right. So here we go. We've got uh, – let's see here. <clears throat> We've got Steven all the way up in Butler. He's like awesome. trying – what's he doing? Is he trying to like cast a spell on us? <laughs> Playing patty cake? What's going on here? Are you a magician? Are you high? Are you on drugs or something? In West Virginia, we burn people that do magic. Whoa. Whoa. Careful, Stephen. Your intro is going to burn you at the stake. Are you with us, Stephen? I'm not hearing you if you're talking. Oh, you're muted. Audio is muted. Yeah, you got to unmute yourself. Maybe you're just going to try to mime the show. That could be that – with it. look, we're always breaking ground here on In Your Head. That could be the next step. It'll be a mime show, maybe charades, a charade podcast, where we'll just see and we'll be, like, doing stuff, and you have to guess, like, what, what's going on. I mean, we, What we started, would your charades of Johnny Swinger be? We started on VHS, and then we went to podcasts. And then video cast on Zoom, so we got to be ahead of the curve. We got to do what's next. So what 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 movements would you try to do to uh, get us to think Johnny Swinger? <laughs> oh my lord! Is that what he does? He's like dancing a jig. It's the swing thing. Good God. So, when he was wrestling his suicide, he starts to do the – I can't think of the name of it, but the, the Johnny Swinger swinging make breaker. And then he remembers, oh, I'm suicide, so he stops so he doesn't give himself away. What's the vibe of Impact? Is it just like a, a spoof of actual wrestling, or is this like supposedly like an actual program? They do their best to pass it off as an actual program. How would you compare Impact to the levels of like NWA power? Not as much obvious comedy, but there is a lot of comedy. Um, is it just maybe not obvious comedy, but like a bad attempt at comedy? So it's not necessarily funny. 
Yeah. I know about that. They actually have wrestling, which Howard does not. Though. Really? Really? They, mm. they have minute-and-a-half-long matches. So. Steven, all the way from Butler, what do you think, Hi there. What do you think about the, the resurgence, the resurrection, the return, the comeback of Johnny Swinger? <laughs> to tell you the truth, I haven't seen that guy on television. No one has. He's on Impact. <laughs> That's probably why. That's probably Hard why. Feeling, guys. <laughs> Jack, Jack, is this guy beneath me here? Is this like um? There's a guy beneath red... you? <laughs> yes, this guy oh, right here, smiling on. into the camera. Um. So has has so has Stanley Kubrick come back from the dead? Um. <laughs> Song man, you're looking like Stanley Kubrick. You know what? I think so. <laughs> I was wondering if that was me you mentioned. <laughs> that will be going away, Stevian. <laughs> you, your beard's getting like big. I like you're like Braun Strowman. Yeah, I know. That's what everyone says, and that's got to be true. I gotta make sure it makes the whole way, and make sure everyone has no hair anywhere because it's just unfair to be sharing this on air. <laughs> Whoa. Steven, do you have do you have no hair anywhere? <laughs> I have no hair anywhere. Man. I'm an abor- I'm an aboriginal. I grow my hair out. <laughs> I can still grow hair. I mean, you know. Itchman, are you getting mad here? Is that is that triggering you? No, he can grow his hair. Right. I, I've gone with the uh, with the shave. I'm happy with it. Looking good. Thank you, thank you. Looking nice and tight there. I think you might need a little tan. Get the get the head out in the in the sun. Get a little tan, maybe. Yeah, get a little sun kind of on the chrome. I think it's the lighting, like you. You got the lighting problem. Mm, it could be. The yeah, yeah. Maybe there. maybe powder it, wax it. Boop, 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 boop. Songman, what's going on, Braun Songman? <laughs> a very good one. Uh-huh. Yeah, what's up? Happy Tuesday. Wait to be back in your head because there's a lot of stuff to get covered before we get ready for our extremes heads. Oh, I thought you were going to say a lot to get ready before we go to bed, but all right. <laughs> there you so, go. What's going on? I see. I, I'm out of the loop. What's going on on this extreme rules? Is Johnny Swinger on the show? Oh, um, yeah. Well, I'm not been catching up too much. I've not been catching anything what's going on with SmackDown, but caught a little bit of Raw. All I can recall so far is what we were talking about last week with this eye match. Hmm. Yes, the side match. Uh, they want to know, uh, Stephen, do you have any thoughts on the Redskins changing their name and logo? <laughs> well, it's about damn time, actually. I agree. I Just my personal take, like, I think if anyone is honest with themselves and you just Steve, and you just think of the name Redskins. You have to think, like, it's not a good name. Like, why would anyone have named – like, I get the Braves and the Warriors and um, the Chiefs, uh, but the Redskins? Like, it's not even a term <laughs> you, would, you wouldn't go up to someone who's a Native American and say, hey, Redskin. I mean, they, they would probably not be happy. Yeah, this is what you'll get. <laughs> it's a very no, I have no problem. I have really no problem with most of those names, like just mentioned, like, like even Blackhawks, the Chicago Blackhawks. 
the problem our thing was really offensive for the longest time were those logos like chief wahoo with the the, the atlanta braves um or the uh the Cleveland Indians. Uh, yeah, it was very uh, over the top, like uh, stereotypical. Yes, very stereotypical. Character. And they did get rid of they did get rid of some of those. One of those teams stopped using that. I think it was Cleveland stopped using that. And are the and like, but yeah, the names names were fine except Redskins. I mean, nobody's gonna. Yeah, like you said, no one's gonna go up to an Indian and say, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's. I, it's a really weird name if you just stop and think like like I grew up the name was around so I honestly didn't think about it you know but if you stop and just think about it like oh that is a very bizarre name to to name a team and you know I it's very strange that it was ever that uh, used and uh, I can see why uh, I'm surprised it's lasted this long honestly taking away all the sports teams that I don't like names ah. Oh, man. Hintra's getting pissed. He's getting all riled up. Southerner in me coming out. Man. Maybe they'll call them the Washington uh, Swingers. That I could get done. Songman, do you watch Impact? Intro over here. He's loving Impact. He's watching. Uh, oh, well, I haven't been watching it in nearly 10 years, actually. Yeah, I'm with you, Songman. <laughs> He's what talking with like Bernie Mac was Washington wrestling. Swingers have? What was that? What kind of mascot would the Washington Swingers have? They literally have Johnny Swinger. That would be, he'd leave Impact to become the, the mascot. Yeah, I'm definitely down for this name change. Then, Lexar, do you watch Impact? I know you're loving all the wrestling. I used to. It was like several years ago. The last time I watched Impact was in 2014. Man, <laughs> you're you're like the the last guy. You're the last bastion of the you it, the Impact. Uh, the impact crowd is you. Lexar, I gave you your name. You're going to have to go back to impact. Oh, man. Oh, man. man. Solomon, what do you think about Incher tonight? He's looking good, don't you think? Oh, I'm sure he's not going to be any better because he's never looked any better. Would you do me a favor and please check the weather because I think it just got to get a nutshell because I'm sure he's got to get Vic's little feather because it's made of leather. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful, beautiful. Vic, do you have your feather ready? (laughs) No, no feather tonight. (laughs) It's good good to see you, Vic. Good to see everyone here. It's it's, uh, it's, uh, always fun to see everybody here on Tuesday night on In Your Head. All the regulars are here tonight. Exactly. The all-star lineup. That's right. I'd like to know how Encher like grew his beard so fast. Just a manly man. I just hmm. got a little stubble going on. I didn't shave today. Nice. Hmm. You're like Very manly man. I like it, though. I think it's a good look on you. And I've told you for years so. you're a ginger, so and then you grow the beard and it's clearly red. It's hard to see it when I had hair on top because it wasn't much there. Right, right. Well, it looks good on you. Like it kind of looks like Seamus. <laughs> Buff like Seamus. And you're white like Seamus. I know it's just these lights. It's not even that bright oh. of a light. I just wear these because I think they look cool. But Vic Schiavone. 
Do you watch Impact? No, didn't watch any Impact this week. Saw some of AEW. <laughs> saw Raw. But tuned in for SmackDown for about two minutes and saw a karaoke contest, and then I turned it off. <sighs> Who was in the karaoke contest? Well, let's see. It was... Uh, me? Tamina was one of them. Um, Melina? The, the Southern gal, the... Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans, yeah. She turned heel in the middle of it. Uh, she just turned in... Well, I'd just say turned, because the last time I watched it, she was just... It was, phase. it was totally forgettable. Let's put it that way. Man, this is a character, like, I, I don't really like the character, but it seems like they're just all over the place with her. Like, yeah, inexplicably he, baby face, even though she's still the Southern Belle, and then now she's a heel out of the blue. Very strange. It just goes to show you that WWE doesn't know what to do with her. It most like most tenant. I think that uh, her real um, character, her real personality, and her real story is very interesting and could draw people in. Uh, I think they should just drop the Southern Bell character. If you have an actual person, uh, actual woman who uh, fought in her military, fought in the war, and you know, and has come home as a war hero, and stuff, why not just go with that? I mean, that's a character that's worked for years, and this time it would be real. It wouldn't be like you made it up. <laughs> well, what's so surprising about that, Jackie? You know how big nineteen was for her as a top heel, and then all of a sudden she's being brought down like most in the past. That's the turning face. So, what's the big surprise about that? Yep, it's man taking like Spanish lessons over there. Yeah. How to get them in before the end of the day? Not even paying attention to his own show. Do you believe this, Lexar? Hmm. Uh, it looks like he moved uh, his basement too. He, he he's got a uh, new he just basement. He the camera around, so we saw the. So oh yeah, yeah, that outside. was me. <laughs> yep. Yeah. See, Songman knows. Yep. I'm talking about Incher. <laughs> no, no, Songman's just screaming with me. I think Songman's won't listen to another show, but yeah, the. <laughs> yeah, Incher just flipped the camera around so we could see the other side of his room. <laughs> Yeah, Jack wanted he, to see my collection behind me. So. Yeah, so he could see the wrestling stuff. More fitting, you know. More fitting, yeah. Yeah. Steven, what was uh what was some of the highlights of wrestling for you this week? Oh, so probably the best highlight of the week was um AEW main event, Fighter Fest Night Two. Uh Chris Jericho versus um uh, freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy and one hell of a match, one entertaining match. I would say best match of the night, best match of the week, best match of the night. Agree 100%. Um, you know. So, Steven, did you watch the NXT um, Keith Lee versus Adam Cole match? No, I didn't watch that one. I when Every Wednesday, I'm watching one show. and um, Good man. Good man. Yeah. I saw the Twitter war with uh, Kevin Nash and Jericho and oh, yeah. talking about NXT's main event had better ratings than Jericho and Orange Cassidy. That's why I asked. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's weird because uh, depending, like, if you go and listen to other people talk about this stuff, um, if you listen to, like, uh, Cornette or something, this was, like, the biggest travesty in the world and, like, the, the worst match you could po- that could possibly be imagined. And then if you listen to somebody else, it's, like, the most fun match and a very good time. And I'm with the, uh, the good time. I, had a, I think it was an excellent match. Um, I'm a huge Orange Cassidy fan. He's honestly my favorite current guy in, in wrestling. And uh, uh, just imagine this. If this had a crowd, you know, an audience there, as fun as it was without the crowd, if this had a crowd, I think this would have really blown the, the roof off the place and you'd have a legit superstar with Orange Cassidy because the crowd loves him anyway. And in there with Jericho, I think it would have been a big deal. And I know people – are like well, you can't push him as a as a as a legit wrestler, or only a mid card you know comedy guy. I disagree. Um, we live in a different era. Uh, you back in the eighties, there were people against pushing Hulk Hogan. They were like, you can't push Hulk Hogan. I mean, that's why he you know they didn't even put the belt on him in AWA. Ole Anderson got rid of him because that there was a thought that he was just this big guy. Uh, didn't have the wrestling skills. So he's not a guy that you can push, you know, definitely not as champion. You're not even just, you can't even push, push a guy, according to some people. But wrestling evolves, wrestling changes. And some people could say it devolves. That's fine. Because there's a lot of people who didn't like Hulk Hogan in the 80s and it wasn't the wrestling they liked. But to say he wasn't, and I'm not saying Orange Cassidy to be Hulk Hogan, don't get me wrong. But things change. And guys in, in, new, in different eras might not have worked in the previous eras eras but a lot of stuff that worked in previous eras might not work in the current era so if we were in the 80s and you'd say well we can't push Hulk Hogan we got to bring in you know Bob Backlund or we got to bring in Dory Funk Jr. and put the title on him that stuff wouldn't have worked if you had Dory Funk Jr. and I don't even just mean his age but if you transported Dory Funk Jr. in his prime to 1985 and, and pushed him as the world champ that would have never worked to the WWF audience. The WWF wouldn't have taken off. Things change, and the audience changes. There's literally no one. Maybe, like, some kids or someone in, in like, the woods who thinks wrestling is legit at all. That's way out of the realm of of anyone who watches the show. So you have to try new things. And and a lot of people, I think, they, they argue that, you know, you always have to push what worked in previous times. And like, and then I see a lot of things where it's like, oh, well, this audience likes it, but not the big audience. We, it's better to have an audience that likes something than, a, than something that a, theor, a theoretical audience might like. If they're not watching it and they're not going to watch it, who cares what they like? You need an audience that likes something. So if you have something that people like, go with it. Instead of like, well, we got to push something else that worked 30 years ago because it worked 30 years ago, 30 years ago. It's going to work today, but it might not. Who knows? Jack, you know what doesn't change? What's that? Jim Cornette. That's true. He does not change. I heard uh, Disco Inferno say something uh, interesting. He said, you know, back in the 80s, because uh, Jim Cornette talks about you know, things are silly today. He's like, there was guys who thought Jim Cornette, uh, with with the pastel suits hitting people with a ra- tennis racket was silly then because it was silly compared to something they saw in the 1970s. So you know, you know that there was people thought there was people who thought the Midnight Express did too too many high spots. 
There's always going to be people from other eras that don't agree with something you're doing today. I mean, personally, do I prefer the wrestling of 1980s? Yeah, but either I have to accept this is how wrestling is and, and enjoy what I like, or just don't watch it anymore. Yeah. Now, um, I, I, I was also a wrestling fan in the 70s and the 80s. Yeah, I saw Hulk Hogan. Um, actually, first time was in the WWF. Um, and then he went to the AWA and they made him what he is. But like, I have old tapes of eighties wrestling in the AWA and looking at it now in 2010, 2015, 2020, it is boring wrestling. <laughs> I've got oh, yeah. to admit, <laughs> yeah. although I didn't actually, but at the time that I started watching it in the seventies, and then into the 80s with like, uh, even with Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty, when they started in the AWA, it was more entertaining and more exciting than like NWA, Jim Crockett, or well, this is my, my you know, 15-year-old like self, self might have thought, 20-year-old self might have thought that it was more entertaining, more exciting. And what you're saying about what worked 30 years ago, working today, um, Hulk Hogan, uh, yeah, I mean, if Hulk Hogan, um, AWA Hulk Hogan, you transplant him before he became Hulk Hogan, um, I don't know if that would have worked. Like a silent Hulk Hogan, you, he would have needed a mouthpiece. He needed to talk. He needed to learn how to, let me tell you something, brother. He needed to learn how to do that to, you know, take that next step. And same thing with this guy. I, what I brought up earlier this week about Orange Cassidy, um, that was a great match. I think, I think, yeah, they should push him. They should build him up a little bit more. But what I asked was, has anybody ever heard this guy talk? Has any, like, yeah. even, even like cut one single promo? The thing is, they built up to him doing a spot. And then when he did a spot, it got over big. They built it up for quite a while before he had an actual match. And then when he did, because I was there live, the crowd went crazy. So maybe mm-hmm. they're building up to eventually when he talks and when he actually grabs the mic and actually speaks. Could be a big, you know, I don't know. I have no idea because I've never, I didn't, I've never seen him before he was in uh, AEW, but uh, mm-hmm. I like him so far. Uh, people who say he's too small and stuff, I don't really think that's a, in anyone's mind in who the majority of people, like I, I understand people who watch, who grew up watching wrestling that might bother them. I don't really think it's a, a anyone cares who, who are fans today. It just isn't, even if you look at other um, sports, cause it used to be, you know, uh, in like um, professional boxing, the heavyweight champion of the world was the main deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone else was secondary, but it was the heavyweight champion of the world. That's not the same today. All the uh, all the draws in boxing are lighter weight guys because they want the faster pace, more exciting fights. I mean, I, I who are it used to be everyone knew whoever the, the world champ, the heavyweight champion yeah. was. Like hardly anybody knows them today. I know when the when the guy who had the belt for like six years lost to the, the kind of fat guy. Like people, were t- but I didn't know who he was, and most people I knew didn't know who he was. It's just a, it's a different time. I mean, no, a w- woman was a, was a huge draw in UFC. Uh, years ago, that wouldn't have happened. 
So you can't just be like, well, that used to not be popular, so it can never be popular. On the uh, AEW YouTube channel, there is a uh, cooking show with Brandy Rhodes. Really? Yeah. About a a shot of Brandy. Uh Orange Cassidy is one of her guests uh, for one episode, and he does break character for that. That's Mm. the only time I've seen him break character. Really? So if you want to hear him talk, Stephen, you can look that up. Was he any good? Did he have charisma on the mic? He honestly didn't stand out. He seemed kind of shy. Okay. I personally like him just I still silent. like him, mm-hmm. but that's how he came out. He was fine. He was likable, yeah. but. Some people are different, though. Uh, you, know, you know, maybe he can turn up for I don't know. We'll find out eventually, I assume. Uh, Al Oop says Orange Cassidy used to be the fire ant in the colony for Chikara. He had John Moxley on, and he was obviously in character. He was turned on. Orange Cassidy wasn't, so maybe he does have that on switch for when he's right. Put it on, he can. Mm-hmm. Just don't, yeah. You don't know from that, right? Songman, what were some of the highlights of the wrestling for you? I mean, I have. What are you talking about this year or the past? Or just this last week. Uh, nothing, nothing, nothing. I'm just glad I haven't been watching SmackDown for the past two weeks because I know for sure this hasn't even worked once since moving to Fox and everything for like a whole month. And I don't think there's given enough many memories in a month. But I would say like maybe even though I know Steven said it's not really like what it is, what it's boring. But Steven, did you at all catch Backlash when they had that audio playing? For all, and, and, and just for one reason, because they wanted to make this like a Saudi Arabia being the greatest match ever, because that audio was faking it to make this big. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of um, Saturday afternoon wrestling back in the 80s when uh, WWF at the time used to use that on their, on their syndicated <laughs> television shows. Yeah. And I knew it was like what it was because I, I, I kept hearing the same audio crowd noise every, you know, week after week. And, um, yeah, it, it did, it, you know, it might've worked back in the eighties, but like in 2020, it's just like, you just roll your, I just rolled my eyes at, <laughs> at what they were doing, you know, because yeah, I mean, it was like it's it reeked of desperation to try and create something um you know it, they tried it it I, I don't think it worked um you know but that was just you know that that, that was my immediate reaction was i've heard i've seen this before 30 years ago <laughs> so you know mm-hmm. Well, that just showed you if it's Vince killing McMahon, NXT killer McMahon, because that's like you said before, but all that reaction, I barely remember before NXT. So that's definitely where you got to see fight forever, like I heard. And that's whatever I hear. This is awesome. That's all from Triple H's own baby. I know for sure. Vic Schiavone, what's going on with you? What, what were some of your highlights of the wrestling this week? Well, I turned, like I said, I turned into Raw and watched. This was the go-home show mm-hmm. for Extreme Rules. Literally, I'm going home. Not here. Um, well, the, the funny thing is the most interesting parts of the show are stuff that's not going to even be on the pay-per-view because 
They had Bianca Belair. A lot of people have been asking her to come back. She was on the show last night. People have been looking for Shayna Baszler. She was on the show. They, the big match they're building up for Randy Orton against the big show. They're going to have that on Raw next week. It's not even going to be part of the pay-per-view. So, I mean, it's like, and the one match that might be in, people might be interested in is this stupid abortion with the CGI that they're going to have plucking out your opponent's eye, which nobody can take seriously. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, and that, and, and if it, they hadn't made that so stupid, that might have been the best. I mean, the other <laughs> right. match, you're going to have Drew McIntyre against Dolph Ziggler. Uh-huh. Big freaking deal. Right. Yeah, you're going to have. Like, they try Bray to push Wyatt. him every once in a while out of the blue, and then, like, he's a complete nobody, and then they push him again and expect people to – you can't do that. You have to build people up. You can't just, like, oh, this week he's a, he's a top star. Well, this this is his month, I guess. But, right. I mean, even even if it was going to be – a, you, you thought he might have a chance to win, who cares? <laughs> right. So, I mean, it's, there's that. You've got um, Bray Wyatt against – um, Braun Strowman again, something it- called a swamp. Was it, was it a swamp <laughs> match or something? In the swamp a, match? A Wyatt swamp Maybe we'll see ZZ for Man in the swamp match. Wrestling together. Well, maybe I mean, they could have made it interesting if you remember with Kane and Austin. Like, if I don't win the title, I'll set myself on fire. If this was only a one-eye takeout, maybe this could have been a better story for Ray. If they did this, maybe. You think because they'll? We know for sure, but I don't know what's going on with C- contract. saying CG, but what if one of the guys just agreed to get his eye ripped out? <laughs> I have to get Minion for that. Get Haku back. Well, maybe yeah. maybe you could bring back PCO. He only he has a glass eye. And you, that would be something, though, if they actually did bring in a guy with one eye and they actually took it out in the match. <laughs> I think they should bring Haku in to take it out. <laughs> you, can you imagine, though, a match? Like, you, you know, they don't want to do anything like that's not PG, but they're going to have a match where you're supposed to rip a man's eyeball out. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't have blood. Uh-huh. You can let him rip the eyeball out. <laughs> and it was sad because they were sitting there talking backstage and trying so hard to get people to take it seriously, and nobody would. It's, uh-huh. <laughs> it was just. <laughs> can you imagine your boy Johnny Swinger in an eyeball match, Ranger? Couldn't get to his eye for the suicide match. Oh, see? Smart. He's thinking. Can't get to mine either. With the, that's why I'm wearing the sunglasses, protecting the eyes. Well, first of all, let's not be too realistic right now because we know for sure this is extreme. This is going to be an extreme first ever whole pay per view horror movie, uh-huh. like we're all seeing being shown. So, what's the point for being bullshit on the iMat? Something's going to be coming from a horror movie. You for know this. who should have came back for this? They should have brought Kane back as his character from See No Evil. He, he was known yep. for ripping out eyeballs. Bam. Built right in. So what, what, are, you gonna, what are they going to do? They're going to have a guy now, whoever loses this, is this going to, his new gimmick is he wears an eye patch? Or will they just forget it the next week and he's fine? 
Well, there's rumors this may be Ray's last match, so maybe they could just like pretend to rip his eye out and then he leaves. And I don't, e- I don't even, I just can't take any of that seriously. He's wrestling <laughs> Seth Rollins, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, what if that was Seth Rollins' gimmick after that? Though he just carried around his, eye? you know, like. Uh, um, Jericho, or was it Nash? Nash, I think. But Jericho had someone's mask. He would carry around the mask in WCW after he took off someone's mask, maybe Hoovy. That was Mysterio. Was it Mysterio? Do you yeah. think it, maybe that could be Rollins' thing? He just carries around the eye of Rey Mysterio? Just redoing the old thing from WCW? Yeah. He could just start collecting <laughs> eyes. He could carry around a jug. They should have, they, that's how they, they brought back uh, Heath Slater for one week. They should have ripped his eye out. Could have been a good build to this match. And you just carry the head around. Right. Yeah, like the lantern for a. Yeah, it gives you very wide. I like it. I dig it. You have a song for a song, man? (laughs) Well, don't be a one eyed dick because this is going to be a one eyed prick because this is going to be a match that's just going to make us feel sick because what's the deal when it comes out to make us want to give it a lick? There you go. <laughs> Lexar came back just for a tune. He <laughs> loves it. I've got to unmute Lexar. So I th- hit unmute Lexar. I think you have to, uh, when I do that, you have to hit something and unmute yourself. So I think uh, Songman, he, he, he rhymes. So I think it should come rap, man. Ratman, Ratman. Ah, Ratman. Maybe the Billy doing. He's the new uh, Leapin' Lanny Poffo. <laughs> well, I tried to do that when Tugboat tried to take me to give it to him, and he did. <laughs> what did so Lanny he got to do what he wanted. Was Lanny a fan? His old days. Just to make sure in your head doesn't get any crap, because you know for sure over a 10-plus year, this has been putting everyone on the map, because everyone's been loving what you've been having, because you have always been crabbing. And what do you know? You're the best radio host that all of us love the most because it's better to enjoy the night before we get ready to wake up in the morning to eat our French toast. Boom! Hall <laughs> of Famer right there, the song man. Boom! There you go. <laughs> Boom! I love it. I love it. I like the beard. I think it's working for him. What do you guys think of the beard? I think he's looking pretty rugged there. No, I think it's got to end. <laughs> Really? You get, I bet you get hot, because it's hot right now. <laughs> I get hot with just some facial hair. But. Well, I am turning into the new Jackie Jones pretty soon. Really? <laughs> That's what I'm predicting I'm looking. Okay, I see you're going to shave. I see. Yep. All right, all right. I was wondering what was, where that was going. But, but you've, gotten a lot, you've, got, you've lost a lot of weight, though, and you're looking good. No, I appreciate that. Thank you. Very good. Very give well. me that up. Yeah, very good. So, uh, so Alexar, what's been some of the highlights of the week in wrestling for you? The highlights of the week, I'll tell you what. Um, well, Keith Lee versus Adam Cole. Mm. Keith Lee yeah. versus Adam Cole. And uh, <laughs> it looks like you, you're trying to listen. Anyway, Keith Lee versus Adam Cole, uh, Jericho versus Orange Cassidy. Uh, I liked it. Uh, what's interesting to me is that uh, even the owner of AEW, Tony Khan, is like tweeting about the key demos because uh, he, yes, nice Dusty Rhodes. 
the the creator of NXT, Dusty Rhodes. So Tony Khan has been tweeting about key demos, uh, and uh, after he found out he lost to his his brand, lost to NXT. So he's been tweeting out key demos that even though that he lost in the ratings, he wanted the key demos. Right. It, that is that is an actual thing, but uh, I I just it seems kind of I don't even really care about uh, ratings. Uh, to me, it has, it has has no bearing on what shows I like better. But uh, I would just not even bring it up. But what are you saying? I was saying Dusty Rhodes created NXT, and he also created Cody Rhodes. That's very true. But it, unfortunately, WWE then stole Cody Rhodes. They're like, nope, we own the rights to that. They like to steal everything. To be quite honest, they like to steal ECW. Uh, WCW names. Uh, I hear when TNA Impact Wrestling or beloved Impact Wrestling uh, made a made a, their own ECW reunion pay per view. They like uh, they cannot use uh, the ECW names. They cannot use the Blue World Order. They cannot even mention uh, the name ECW, the letters or nothing. That to refer it to that. Promotion Philadelphia. Who's this new mask? That was a weird show. Yeah. (laughs) We got a new caller here. Uh -uh. We got a new caller here. (laughs) Orale! (laughs) Alibalasa! All right. What is your name, sir? I believe it's the Ultimo Dragon. Ultimo oh. <laughs> Jacko. We're such a big show, we get random callings from the Ultimo Dragon. Ultimo <laughs> Icon. Good name. It's a good look. What do you think? Actually, you like the glasses mm. with the mask. I kind of think that works, too. Kind of like a Super Calo. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. That's a. You don't see Super Cali. Bring Cali, back Johnny man. Swinger. I bring back Super Cali. <laughs> Johnny Swinger. <laughs> what do you think about this, Lexar? Johnny Swinger. I think he's a legend of the business. Really? Very underrated wrestler. Yes. Yeah. Johnny Swinger. Just because yeah, someone existed you. previously doesn't make him a legend. <laughs> yes. I think he should be in the WWE Hall of Fame. No, no, come on. You're just trying to appease the inch man. You don't really believe this. If you (laughs) anything, Jack, you wouldn't get it. So what what do you guys call yourselves as big Johnny Swinger fans? You just swingers? Is that that what you guys call each other? Me and Lex are are swingers. Yes, we are swingers. (laughs) Everyone else is leaving. They're like, I had enough of this. Do you think Songman and and Steven are meeting somewhere? They They, they both left at the same time. Then they both (laughs) came back at the same same time. It's weird. (laughs) (laughs) So, Jack, you didn't ask me my favorite, like the big moment. I was saving the best for last. I was building it up to Inchman. Inch daddy, inch baby, my friend, my amigo, my compadre, my confidant, my soulmate. 
Incher, what were your highlights of this week in wrestling? Well, obviously, the biggest news in the world of professional wrestling, Taz brought back the FTW championship. Oh, yeah. This is <laughs> something that's splitting, splitting a lot of the people. I'm not a big Taz fan. I'm not a big fan of the yeah. FTW title. I also don't understand bringing it back right now. Exactly. Like, you don't even have enough time to pit champion versus champion, really. So you're giving Cage a belt going to a title match, which makes no sense. Yeah, it should Most be it should be safe for if he doesn't win the title. Exactly. So he so in some way Taz thinks he's cheated out of out of the title. Then you create his own title. So or like so let's say he gets let's say it has a finish where it's not like it's not clear who really should have won. And he demands a rematch. And for some reason he doesn't get that rematch. So then he's just forced to create his own title. But creating your own title when you actually already have a title match does not make logical sense. (laughs) There's only two outcomes. Either he wins the belt and he has two titles, which is pointless, or he loses the match, which is probably what they're going to do, and he's got this belt even though he didn't beat the champion. I agree. I I know my buddy uh, Chi-Town Matt, he's loving it. He's saying uh, he he forgot how great of a promo guy Taz was. I kind of agree. I did forget, and I, and I but I haven't remembered. <laughs> Vic, what do you think about this, Taz? Maybe you're a fan of it. I'm not a big fan. I like Brian Cage. I was a big, I was a big fan of Taz and ECW. I was as well, yeah. Then I watched him just get wasted in the WWF, WWE. So I like I – mean, I'm enjoying his promos – I'm with you. It's like if if he goes out tomorrow night and Cage goes out tomorrow night and he gets like a real controversial loss, then it would have been the perfect time to say right. he got screwed. Here's the belt. He is the true champion. And right. That would have made a whole that, that lot more sense. sense if yeah. Arbitrarily giving it to him on a show that was already packed. So yeah, and when he's going into his first title match, it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. Like you would think he's already got his title match, so he all right, I'm going to go in and win this title. Why would it be like I've got this title match? Let me make an uh, uh you know like my own belt. It doesn't. I don't get it. It's, I just think like hey, we're going to bring back the FTW belt, but uh, you have to like uh, build. It has to make some type of logical sense. Not just throw it out there for no particular reason. Well, he he was scheduled to face Moxley, and then they had to delay it like two weeks. If that had been delayed longer, I could understand. Yeah, that. yeah, not great. Gets the belt a week before the match. I I really did enjoy both weeks of Fighter Fest, so I I, I enjoyed the I show. I've heard good things about the, the Keith Lee uh, – uh, um, what's the guy Adam he Cole. fought? Adam Cole. Adam Cole. Adam Pate. Yeah, Adam Cole. Cole. Yeah, I've not seen it, though, so I don't know. But I've heard good things about it. Well, that's the thing I'm really curious about because I know – didn't they actually say his contract was coming up before In Your House started? I don't know. Oh, yeah, because they're saying that, like, uh, that, uh, you know, he's probably going to go to AEW because that's where his friends are and his uh, – is it his girlfriend or his wife? Yeah, and put Baker's in at AEW. I'm just curious where this is going to go for him right now. I'm a huge fan of his, but I just don't know what's going to be left for the undisputed era and everything. I'm going to take a selfie here live on the show. 
Everyone pause for Jack selfie. <laughs> no. It's a running uh, thing on the show. I mean, I don't think I've actually posted any of those. But I, like I, I did watch Keith Lee versus Adam Cole, and it was a good match, but where I Adam Cole, baby! What's up? Adam Cole, baby! Yes. It was a good match, but I didn't care about it. Keith Lee won both titles. Spoiler. What's that? I like Keith Lee. He's good. They're still saying you're low there, Inchman. Mm. Sorry. It's okay. So, the, um, all right. So, I'm going to say this. I like Adam Cole. I actually like him a lot. But you cannot ridicule AEW stars for being small and call them all petite wrestling and then praise Adam Cole because Adam Cole is a very small man. And he's, uh, I think he has less muscle mass than, like, anyone that's pushed in AEW. Besides, you know, besides, like, uh, Marco Stunt. But he's not really pushed as a threat or anything. But, uh, I mean, because I've heard, you know, uh, Cornette say that Moxley's too small. And Moxley towers over Adam Cole. I like Adam Cole, but he's a very uh, not intimidating physique, which I don't care. I, mm-hmm. See, the thing is, I'm fine with that. That doesn't matter to me. So, but you can't complain about, you know, Moxley and, like, everyone at AW, but then, you know, say that this guy and Rod- Roderick Strong and stuff are, should be stars when they're, like, the same size or, or, like, in worse shape. Yeah, I agree. There's no muscle mass on, uh, on, on Cole. That's my one problem with Adam Cole. He looks like a strong wind would blow him over. Mm-hmm. And again, well, he looks I'm like a 990 really Shawn Michaels really- every time. What was that? He's always like a '90s Shawn Michaels when you look at him today. Yeah, I think he's even. I think he's a lot smaller, honestly. Yeah, but comparatively, I mean, there was a, you know, for the time. But uh, no, I mean, he was a lot more. He had a lot more muscles. Uh, uh, Michaels. Someone talk about something while I take this mask off. Well, I'm gonna. I got a huge announcement. So. Okay. So next Tuesday night is a big, uh, big, big day for me. Big day in the life mm. of the Lexar because it is my birthday. Oh, that's it is my birthday. So, and I hope uh, Jackie Jones uh, Inchman will do something special for my coveted birthday. Uh, I'm going to try to join in on the Zoom early, so. Uh, maybe Jackie Jones could do a special episode of In Your Head on the Zoom featuring my birthday. A, a birthday party set up by Jackie Jones, the In Your Head squad, the In Your Head higher-ups, celebrating the life of the Lexar. What do you think about that, Jackie Jones? You going to do that? I haven't heard any of that, but uh, we'll bump that up to Sal McGee, the president of in your head and see what he says. So, Jack, next week is Lexar's birthday. Really? Yeah, next Tuesday. <laughs> How old are you going to be, Lexar? Can I Try get to guess. It was shocking. Uh-oh. 14. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, 32. 37. Really? Uh-oh. I would never have guessed that. You're almost as old as uh, Inchman. How old is he? Like 40? Like 
39, 39, I think. Oh, he, he's one more year, including the big four. How old do you think be, I am there, Lexar? Uh, 42. Close, 44. No. Oh, okay. I probably look younger than this guy, don't you think? Yeah, most definitely. So uh, I want to know if you're going to have a special in your head uh, episode featuring the Lexa birthday bonanza. I, am, I, I think it'll be great. We're going to I'm going to try to go on the Zoom a little earlier than usual. Um, we're going to have like uh, I'm going to tell Lexa stories. I'm going to tell lap dance stories. Uh, we'll we'll have a wrestling trivia. I'll have uh, questions hey. for the heaviverse. Uh, I'll talk about the greatest lap dance of all time. Oh, uh, shit. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this show. <laughs> Man, I hope Intra makes it. Mm-hmm. I'll be there. I'll be there. You better be. You mean that's not Intra? <laughs> I'm saying I hope he can make it next week, Intra. Well, I guess you'll have to have happy everybody. I can't believe what I told. I just heard Lex was going to be turning 37 years old. And I know the more he wants in getting some in your head gold because I know something that he'll just want to hold. And I know something he'll never have sold. So let's give him a big cheer because in your head, we'll give him the best birthday present of his year. And that's something he'll just love to hear from, 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 from his ear. That's the happiest <laughs> I've ever seen Lex during a Songman song. Oh, there you go. <laughs> You finally got a smile out of Lexar while you sing. <laughs> you found the smile. Thanks uh-huh. for that. <laughs> I, I'm uh, all about this, Lexar. You're one of my favorite people on the show. And mm-hmm. I, I'm all about this. Next week is the, is the mighty Lexar night. The whole night will be a, a tribute to our friend, our, our compadre, our amigo, our brother, the mighty Lexar, the legend of the Hediverse. Yes. And Marty, uh, I'm in the Hall of Fame something. too, right? Yeah, That's Hall of funny. Famer. Yeah, I forgot that one. Yeah, I won uh, so many Heady Awards. The Heady Award winning, award. yes. Yeah. It's me. amazing. Uh, yeah, Have you ever won a Heady Award? Uh, intro. Well, not the physical one. I won the invincible one. So you won, re- yeah, you've won Heady Awards. Have you ever won a Heady Award, uh, a Heady other uh, Inchman? Yeah, I've won Hedy Awards, haven't I? I don't know. Maybe. We'll probably we'll make something up for it. I think I've won Feud of the Year before. That's true, yes. You have won Feud of the Year. Uh, I think I think we have uh, I think everyone here is a Hall of Famer. The Hall sure. of Fame lineup. It is pretty amazing. All right, uh, anything else before we get to the questions that someone wanted to bring up? Any news or topics? Oh, so in the news this week, um, uh, Rusev announced he has COVID-19. Oh, that's, oh, that's yeah. a shame. Yeah. So I wonder if is he uh, – so, yeah, I guess it – well, I guess does that mean that Lana is off TV um, as a precaution? Not you that would she's think so. Used. I mean, they, they've done that in, for AEW, but uh, yeah. I, I don't know. But I, you would assume so. Yeah. Not with WWE, they'll just throw her right out there. Probably what will happen. You're still very low, Inchman. Mm. And I also want to give props to the main event of Monday Night Raw for the women's tag titles. 
actually an entertaining match. Really? Yeah, I agree. Who was yeah. it? It wasn't the Iconics, was it? Thank oh, God, no. Um, it was um, it was uh, uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey defending the oh, tag good. titles against the Kabuki Warriors. Oh, that sounds um, like it would be a good match. It was a great match, a great worthy of a main event. I thought of the main event spot. Um, Sasha Banks uh, won the match with um, this nice um, move. Carrie Sane was trying. I think she was trying to kick Sasha Banks in the head. And Sasha Banks reversed it into yeah. uh, the bank statement, and Carrie Singh tapped out like immediately. Um, it was a good, it was a good finish, um, a great match. They also had, um, I guess it was a WrestleMania main event, um, uh, Rollins, Rollins versus uh, uh, KO. KO won the match. Um, those were the only two bright spots of Monday Night Raw, um, if you, if you choose to look for it. Um, but uh, other than that, uh, like I said, I'm I'm glad I missed. The, <laughs> I missed the whole segment with Ziggler. Thank goodness. Um, yeah, I both those teams <laughs> and all four of the women, so I'm sure that was a good match. That was a good one. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anything else before I get to these questions, my friend? Yes, I want to ask a heady voice question on my own. This one's directed to uh, Stephen, Stephen Butler, Stevie Butler. I would like to know uh, what does he and the other citizens of Canada do for Canada Day? Like, you know, when, when there's no COVID. Um, well, it's, it really is a celebration of Canada's birthday. Canada came into existence in 1867, so usually it's a lot of pomp and circumstances and parades, and, you know, you get the RCMP dressing up in their ceremonial red dress uniforms and marching and um, a lot of fireworks uh, at night. Um, usually there's a big celebration on Parliament Hill in Ottawa, the capital city of Canada. Uh, the Prime Minister is usually there. It is, it is supposed to be a really big thing, but this year they had to cancel the whole thing because of COVID-19. So it was all um, <laughs> just another day, actually, to this year. <laughs> um, oh, Canada! Oh, yes, and a lot of singing. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I check out a previous episode of, of In Your Head when I sang. <laughs> so Yeah, it was excellent, I thought. So... But that's that's Canada Day. Yeah, it's it's Canada's birthday. Um, when you hear other work. wrestlers sing or other callers here singing uh, song, man, do you get uh, jealous? Oh, absolutely not. Do you think they're stealing your gimmick? Well, I thought you would have had something good for in your head for Stephen. Just make Stephen hold it in because the can of toilet paper will win, and too many poos, the can of toilet paper will lose. <laughs> <laughs> Man. I'll get <laughs> Man, how interesting to Canada now after he's hearing about all the poop up there. He's a big fan of the pooping. Are you let Why down into that you don't poop as much now? I mean that's kinda like a big part of your life that that's not as uh, prevalent. I admit I have missed uh, doing the WV. Really? Yeah. Not a problem anymore. So now when I do it, I, it's willingly. Man. Well, maybe you could change your diet. Go I mean, I want you to stay healthy. Yeah. But 
I would like to ask another question. I want to know when will Incher demonstrate the Squatty Party on the Zoom? Whoa! That's an <laughs> excellent question. Join my Patreon. There's already a video up. Very well. Yeah. Good man. All right, let me bring up these questions. Excellent questions, Alexar. You're a fine member of the Hediverse. I support you. Do they have the flip top heads in Canada? That's a question for Steven. Steven, is the flip top heads uh, re is real? I never heard of that. Sorry. What? You've never seen <laughs> South Park? Oh, I haven't watched. Oh yeah, when, uh, when they yeah, but still, it was like in the first season. When the can Canadians had flip top heads. Yeah, they, when, when they talked, though, they had like flip. Their heads will flip. Yeah. What do you think of the song "Blame Canada"? Oh, actually, I enjoyed that movie. I just, I, I, I think it's hilarious. I agree. It's okay. yeah. <laughs> All right, this is open for everyone here. Uh, Marty Van Buren, with WWE having Trump. Who could AEW sign to a gimmick match who also will compete for president of the United States? Joe Biden. <laughs> I, I don't know if Joe Biden's going to be in the ring wrestling, but. Um, Either Joe Biden or Kanye West, because he yeah, also. Uh, West. <laughs> right. Yeah, Kanye West. Yeah. You get dressed uh, they need The Rock because The Rock's saying he, he he might run some. I think if The Rock would run, he might win. I mean, he's got a lot of charisma. I mean, not right now, but, uh, you know, if he actually ran for president. Maybe our very own President Clinton could come out of retirement. <laughs> that's very true. Very true. I don't think that's, all, I don't think that's legal, Inchman. Well, after Trump's done, they say it will be. So. Oh, okay. He just doesn't leave office. Right. Right. It's interesting because uh, President Clinton right now is younger than both uh, the two people running for president. And he was president over 20 years ago. Yeah. Shaheen wants to know, I'll call in with my questions. Do it up, buddy. Steven from Butlertown, who's uh, right here with us. How about a topic for the show? Favorite appearances by wrestlers in movies. I think that's a good show. We'll do at some point in time. I like this idea. I was thinking about doing uh, eventually uh, when Trista's on the show here. Um, we might do something like that. Uh, some type I of like topic. the idea. Uh, let's see. By the way, you can uh, you can uh, see Trista and I and Terrible Troy and Dan Yeager from Levitt from. Texas Chainsaw 3D this Thursday live uh, on Without Your Head. It'll be fun. Nikhil Callahan, can I ask 20 questions? Yes. Tyler Stevens, what wrestlers would Jack cast if he could put them in older horror movies? Interesting. Uh, so older ones, so like I'd go back in time and put, put a wrestler in a movie? I mean, Roddy Piper, I, I stand by Roddy Piper being the best um, act, wrestler turned actor as far as just acting goes, I think. Yeah. I'd put him in stuff. Um, Ox Baker should have been in more horror movies. What about Terry Funk? Terry Funk, absolutely. 
what are you boys trying to do to me? So earlier today, I did a, an interview for um, shock treatment with uh, Mel and uh, Maddie, which is on the Dorkening, and that'll be uh, Friday. And so we talked about Without Your Head. We also talked about In Your Head and talked about the upcoming uh, film festival and some independent movies I'm doing. But surprising to me, they even asked me, well, asked me about Terry Funk, but they even asked me about DJ Curly Bear. <laughs> I was like, these people really did their homework. What did you say about DJ Curly Bear? I said, uh, well, um, um, Matthew Fisher is one of the hosts who's a um, producer, independent producer in, uh, in Boston. He wants to do a music video for it, and I'm all about this. <laughs> uh, what do you guys say? Would you like to see an official uh, yeah. DJ Curly Bear give me that fat ass uh, music video? Never pass. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can see Vic being a big DJ Curly Bear. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Tyler Stevens what wrestlers would ja oh I just did that I'm sorry uh, Jonathan Jackson want to play 21 okay. sure some blackjack I call it blackjack Mick Chiavoni since the WWE has a restriction on real blood during matches do you think they will CGI fake blood to go along with the eyeball extraction in the Mysterio Rollins match I think you have to. You can't have someone rip their eye out and there's no blood at all. Either fake blood or CG. CG yeah. blood looks bad, so maybe just it some uh, some stage blood. They should have it just like gushing out like everywhere, but it never lands. It just goes up. Right. Isn't that CG blood never looks good, even like a big budget like TV show. Like I always think it looks really bad in, uh, in The Walking Dead. Use ketchup. Ketchup. There you go. Just use some ketchup. Old school. Um, Duckman. Do you think Dark Side of the Ring exploits the horrific past of wrestling? Interesting question. I mean, I think the word ex exploitation is a, is an interesting word because everything, every type of art exploits something. So, yes, it does. But is that, an, is that bad? But I think you have to – to make anything, you're exploiting something. Do you, think it, do you think it's in bad taste? No, I don't think any of those episodes were, like, in bad taste. Like, I agree. Even, you know, there were some difficult subjects to discuss, like Owen Hart's death and the Benoit tragedy. But I thought they did a very uh, – uh, what's a good word? Uh, tasteful? I agree. Uh, 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 Non-offensive? Maybe? Uh, I don't know. I'm sorry, I'm just trying to come up with a good phrase. No, I uh, agree. I thought they you. did a very good job of dealing with some very yeah, I know. I didn't watch subjects. it and, and feel, like, uncomfortable. Yeah. 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 What did you, what do you think, Inchman? Now I can't hear you at all. Yeah. <laughs> Not to be in bad taste and entertained. Here, yeah, yeah, we can't. Hear I'm wondering if they're gonna want to do another Ultimate Warrior kind of thing. If they're gonna do an episode, like, guess awesome. who got totally arrested once again? If they're gonna do this to Tammy Sitch of how oh, she man, wasn't a yeah. person, if they do this for a season two, three episode of right. her. Well, yeah, I think so this this year in wrestling is is that's like on the bottom of the totem pole this year in wrestling for like 
like uh, uh, topics for uh, for uh, the show because like you have so many just on the sexual harassment cases you could do. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if he's a big enough star for people to know, but you could definitely do one on um, on the dick guy. Um, Rus Al Ul wants to know: uh, Rusev and Lana's parents uh, have COVID. Do you think Lana also has it? I can't say anything publicly. Well, now we know Rusev does, so, so that's possible. But maybe not. I mean, just because they have it doesn't mean she does. Marty Van Buren, which WWE or AEW superstar, male or female, would you choose to sire uh, a progeny with, and why? Body. Who? J-Y-B. The OIB. Who? Oh, Johnny Swinger. <laughs> Junkyard Dog. Oh, Johnny. yeah. Now, would you would you want to would you want the JYD to impregnate you? Yeah. Dirty, dirty man. Well, that's very good of you. I, that's that's uh, commendable that you'd like to uh, to carry a child. Uh, any of you have a choice for who you'd like to have a child with uh, in the WWE or AEW? Bailey. Bailey, there you go. <laughs> I don't know. I think some of the things I'd like to do with Bailey wouldn't, uh, <laughs> wouldn't result in having children. Hmm? Uh, Marty Van, uh, Alub, Slammiversary and Extreme Rules are both this weekend. Who will win the pay per view war? And Slammiversary is on actual pay per view. Obviously, it's going to win. It's the older, more prestigious event. <laughs> Even though Extreme Rules is on the network, there will be more people who buy it. For sixty dollars and buy Slammiversary, I mean, you can, it's hard to run pay per view now after the network. I mean, unfortunately for you know other things, but you have to really want to see a show to get an, a pay per view now. After the network, yeah, ten dollars. You know. yeah, but doesn't AEW shows there on Fight TV and uh, it, does it? Yeah, I mean, I actually buy them, but I really want to see them. But the thing is, uh, I think a lot more people would buy them if if it wasn't for the the network being ten dollars. Uh, he also said, uh, were you even aware that Impact was still running pay-per-views? I was not, but I'm sure Inchman has them all uh, up on the calendar. Well, we're not hearing you at all now. Now you have no audio whatsoever. (laughs) What? I like that. (laughs) Yeah, you were just totally muted there for a second. Unless you're just lip-syncing. Oh, man. Tyler says, don't say Bailey like that, like, sorry. He gets, uh, he gets, uh, sickened. I don't know I guess what the deal is. By that question, how dare he? Yeah. Oh, you know what? Lexar wanted to tell you that my um, I have one strip club on the Cape, which I've mentioned before, Zachary's uh, Gentleman's Club, and uh, they always had a ten dollar lobster dinner. I've never eaten there. Never been there. But I just saw today earlier it's closed, and it's going to become a. Uh, Someone bought the – it was closed because of COVID, and now it's uh, been sold because they're not going to reopen. And it's, like, going to be a hardware store or something. So there, there will be no uh, no strip club at all in uh, on the Cape. 
that's happened to my local strip club uh, that I used to go to. Now it's going to reopen as a sports bar with outside dining. So I'm not sure if it's going to return as a strip club again, but once the, there's a vaccine, but right now it's a sports bar, regular sports bar. You just come in, have a beer, or you can eat outside because I don't think that I don't have a dining in. It's really in, strange here. You're not in Massachusetts. Um, bars are the stage four. So you, they're not allowed to reopen bars until we have a vaccine. So it's the last thing that can reopen. But, so there's a place down the street from me that I like the food, the Whaleback. They're not allowed to ha- open at all. They can do takeout because it's a bar. But they have food. But there's a place like the Sandwich Taverna that uh, we went to not uh, long ago. And uh, they serve food and have a bar. And they're open. You can eat inside. And when we're there, there's people sitting at the bar. I don't understand how this makes any sense. How can you sit at a bar in the restaurant? And drink, but you can't sit at the bar at the bar. It should be one or the other. I mean, it should be all, you know, you can have the bar, you can't. It can't, it shouldn't be like, because, I mean, both of them even serve food. It doesn't, it makes no logical sense to me. I think Inchman's trying to uh, reconnect here. I should be here, I believe. Good man. You can leave the audio off. I mean, the if you just want to do one video, and then you can do the audio more. Good man, Incher. We can hear you now. Good, good, good. I'm glad you decided to do this, you know, two hours into the show. (laughs) (laughs) But we can hear you very well now. That's good. That's good. That'll be good for next time, you know, next week. I I tried some other settings, but this just worked better. Yeah. Tyler will be very happy. He's he's very mad about this. But now, because he loves Incher and he really wants to hear that voice. Well, now he can for the last half of the show. Right. Well, that's good, though. We're to the questions now, and this is really the meat of the show. Okay, let's do it. All right. Um, did you have anything to add about the Slammiversary pay-per-view? Because we couldn't hear you when you are talking. Everyone out there, go out there and buy Slammiversary, the most prestigious pay-per-view happening this weekend. <laughs> I'm agreeing with Lexar over here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Rome Williams, do you think Tessa Blanchard should go to the WWE main roster, NXT, AEW, or the or NWA Power? I think she should go back to TNA or Impact Wrestling where she belongs. Man, mm-hmm. just put all the belts on her. She's going to be the mystery guest, mystery opponent at Slammiversary. <laughs> I think she should go to uh, – I think if you went to AW, AEW, you could really build the uh, women's uh, division around her, and plus you have her dad there. Yeah, that would be good. Also, seeing her with Charlotte would be good. That's WWE true. probably wouldn't do anything there, but that would be good. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Owl, it's interest saving up for a Wayfair dresser. I'm going to buy two on either side of me. Whoa. Mm. We're going to have a Wayfair sandwich is what you're saying. That's what I'm – yep. Dresser, dresser, me in the middle. Tazo's, Tazo's mind's exploding right now. <laughs> James E. Coquette, is that Hollywood pussy worth becoming a literal pussy? I think that question's for Jack. 
Really? I don't know. Let's talk about Owlub. Is it true that Incher and Jack are going to star in a two-man remake of No Holds Barred called No Holes Barred? <laughs> you know, the reason that's a rumor is because I've been trying to get Jack to make that movie with me for years now. He just he keep just won't do it. It's not working for me, brother. Not working for me, brother. <laughs> I don't know if you could take the thermos. Thermos is bigger now since uh, the weights. Uh. It's because you don't like comedies. <laughs> don't want to do a parody. Um, I, when do I not like comedy? <laughs> you like a certain kind of comedy. Yeah, ones that are funny. Not this bullshit that like Jason Mitten likes over on the, without your head pick. Mm. How about that guy? Glad you don't He's need got- to talk to him very often. He send you any gifts? He got- Man. Send me any gifts? Um, no. The last one I think was the chocolate chocolate buttholes. Yeah. Then you then you just like you just didn't even eat them or send them to me. They they got lost in the mail. Lex, sorry. If you got if you received a box of chocolate buttholes in the mail, you'd be happy about that, wouldn't you? Um. <laughs> 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 How about know, chocolate clitorises? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe we'll I'll call up uh, Mitten after the show, and maybe he can hook you up. Uh, by the way, do you ever send this guy anything in, or do you just take from uh, from Mitten? I, I just take from him. Man. But. Uh, in my defense, most of the stuff he sends, I don't want, but I still take it. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Yeah, I know you always took it from me, even if you didn't want it. Uh, I always wanted it, Jack. Oh, yeah. Making me feel good there. Anastasios Theodosiadius wants to know, can you explain why Israel would shoot at the clearly marked USS Liberty? I think you're. I think you're asking the wrong show. Uh, I'm not answering these questions. Uh, well, here we'll ask this one. Why can't we get to the moon in 2020, but we could in the 1960s? That is a question for Stanley Kubrick. So, Songman. Yeah. You, is it true? Did you fake the moon landing? Um, I wouldn't say I was the one to do that that soon for the moon land. That's just something I can't stand. <laughs> right. I think the real answer is it costs an, an absorbent amount of money without necessarily any benefit to us at the moment. Uh, Space Wars. Space Wars, yeah. Well, I guess we, we need to go up there now. How do you agree with Jericho? If Shakespeare was alive today, he would be writing wrestling shows. If Shakespeare wrote wrestling shows, I wouldn't understand it. <laughs> to be or not I'm from West Virginia Man You know what I think He could write a good wrestling show Think so Yeah This this is a more interesting question What if Vince Russo Was about uh, around In the Shakespearean time Would he be writing Plays that we would be Talking about today No <laughs> would He, be he probably would have Got himself killed That's <laughs> 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 probably true uh, Anastasio Theodosiadius, aliens or Nephilim? I don't know what Nephilim is. 
Yeah, I'm gonna go with aliens on that one. I don't know what it is. Um, are the hats? Um, Anastasio Theodosiadis, if I ass tape you in the woods and no one can hear you scream or the sound, if my cock ripping apart <laughs> your o hole, <laughs> I don't think it's even like it's in English. <laughs> what happened to Tazo? Has he? It, I used to think maybe he's a gimmick, but he's literally lost his mind, or he's like uh, he, he's really off on the on the uh on the crack. <laughs> I used to yeah. joke about that, but I'm, I'm pretty there's gotta be something wrong with the man. Where he's like sometimes normal, sometimes not, I would I would say um extracurricular activities. And you're an expert in this field. You used to work at you know at the tank. Yep. I what just diagnosed Tazo. Exactly. What would you do to test Tazo? I don't think I would test us. That's <laughs> <laughs> probably not safe. Uh, Alum, should we hold an intervention for Tazo? That's a possibility. Maybe after we do uh, uh, Lexar appreciation night next week, we'll do the the, the Tazo. Uh, <laughs> Only if that show intervention is still on, then we'll put him on that. I have to say, I've always been a fan of Lexar, but I think Lexar is really gold on the video shows his reactions it's they're priceless i get i applaud you lexar you're you're a very uh, funny man i like you thank you you're what do i do with the skype now too now that we're video zooming each and every week now what do i do with the skype uh, you, can get rid of it. you can just get rid of it if you want because uh, we'll be going to be using this for now on awesome uh marty van buren if you were a Stalin-esque dictator of America, what would you do with the ruffians, Joey Ryan, Buck Zumhoff, and Rene Dupree? Rene Dupree, is he, I, I'm not aware that he's done anything. Well, obviously you would party all night with him. Nah. Man, I don't know about you, Intra. That's a weird answer. Uh, well, Buck Zumhoff, I think, I think, I mean, you could just off him. Yeah, Joey Ryan. I like, uh, like I'm not gonna say you'd off him, but uh, but you could, you could not. We don't. He's not needed. And I don't mean that like he's not needed in life. It's just we don't need to see him. Marty, I don't know about. I always like. I have no idea about if, what the allegations are for Renee Dupree. Marty, yeah, I've not heard anything about Renee. Yeah, I haven't either. He uh, just won tag titles in Japan, I believe. Oh, really? Well, if, I think so. if, yeah, if there's nothing bad going on with them, good for him. I was actually always a fan of his. Um, if you were Kim Jong-un, who would be on your naughty list? Now, this is a touchy subject with me because not too long ago, I thought Kim Jong-un was sick and going to die, and I had to miss an episode of In Your Head. Very, so you're very upset about this. I think we probably just need to move on to the next question. Right. Still a little. Yeah. Do you get him? Do you ever get him confused with Alul? They're not the same person. No, they're different Power Rangers. How would you hold? Would you hold another hundred thousand uh, wrestling show? Yes. Yes. Anastasios Theodosius. Oh, I'm not asking this shit. Um. Uh, here's. I'll ask this one. 
Who would you rather work with one inch bice? This is for you, Incher. Jimmy okay. Sev- Seville, Prince Andrew, or Mohammed? I'm going to go with Prince Andrew because um, he seems to know how to have a good time. Hmm. Man. Plus, he doesn't sweat. Uh, <laughs> oh, is West Virginia the best Virginia? I was a big fan of Virginia Madsen, but I got to say West Virginia is the really? best Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been to East Virginia? Yeah, we just call that Virginia. Right. Anastasio, Wayfair, or the Philippines? Wayfair and the Philippines. I just say people believe some really dumb shit. <laughs> uh, John Barker, can Jack talk about coffee again? I I did not have – I'm very sad because I drank all my coffee during the last show, and I did not – have. I, was, I ran late. The interview went over two hours, and so I was late to come, and I didn't I, – I wanted to get here as soon as possible, even though we're still a half hour late, and I did not have time to make coffee. None left. I'm very Jack. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to get you a dad's root beer. <laughs> no, it's it. See, I I don't drink soda, even if it's sugar free. The I know you're all about the calories, but there's more to nutrition than calories, and the the artificial sweetener is actually worse for you than the sweetener. That doesn't mean to start drinking regular soda because it's loaded with sugar. But sugar in moderation is better for you than. Um, Nat- as natural as can be. So, like, if you're eating a whole fruit, the sugar in that, or if you're maybe uh, uh, the honey, um, but the more refined it gets, it's going to be worse for you. And artificial sweeteners all chemicals, and it's not uh, good for you. But if, if the I'm calories allow it, I, I drink the sugar. If they mm-hmm. don't allow it, I go with the diet. Can I call you sugar? Sure. Just be sure to call me. Incher, since Jack is Hollywood now, if he came to you and offered you a movie role, but you had to do some pushing and pulling, would you do it? Depends on who I'm pushing and pulling and what I'm getting for. Mm, interesting. So give me a pitch. Like, uh, like, what do you want? And what are you willing to do? <laughs> well, I think you're offering me a movie role, and I just gotta gotta take care of some business. Sounds good. Who am I playing? And a real answer, just depending on who's watching this, I uh, would not accept any offers like this. And I have actually been offered things like this as a, as a even a small time producer on no budget films. Yeah, I did hear a story that uh, Jason Minton, your young boy, is going to be in in your uh, a movie that you, well, yeah you he, yeah he is yeah. Which he so worked, what I'm is- just going to put out there, Jason really worked hard to get in this movie. <laughs> I was really he, proud, of, proud of Mitten. I think I think Mitten did had a better performance than I did in the last one. He um he earned that opening scene he's got. Mm-hmm. Pretty gonna be the I first. think he did a good job. Okay. He, a, he even got he even got IMDB cred. Oh nice. Uh Tyler says coffee's a terrible addiction. Uh, well any any addiction is bad. But coffee again in moderation is uh it's not bad for you. Even for uh, – used to be thought it was for bad for high blood pressure, but only if you drink massive amounts. Anyway, uh, we won't worry about that. Um, the real bad thing about coffee is what you add to it. So if you, 
if you're drinking coffee and you're putting a lot of sugar and cream in it, that's what's bad for you. Not the, not the I'm straight edge. I don't drink the coffee. You drink? Well, you don't even do caffeine. No. Uh, and would you tell anyone? Incher? I think I just told everyone. Mm. Yeah, you probably would. I mean, you say a lot of stuff here on the show. You don't really have too many secrets. That's true. Would you me too, Jack? No. Good man. Good man. Would you look at him? At di- would you look at him differently, knowing he wants that ass? I've known that for um, fifteen years. Mm-hmm. So, so no. I mean, yeah. Yeah. When will we get the first big Zoom fight between Jack and Incher? I mean, why would we fight? You're probably going to get it after this show is out there. I thought about that because everything's been going good tonight, Incher, and I was thinking maybe, you know, you get a little bipolar in you, maybe, you know, after the show you'll snap or something. Yeah. I'd be happy with the camera angle. I remember you weren't happy with me uh, sharing the, uh, the, 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 um, the picture of you last week with your gun. Where'd you share that at again? On my Facebook. It's, it's down now, but, uh, but I shared it. I apologize. I thought it was funny, but you were, the one, you were the one who pulled it out. It's not like I fabricated it. Uh, I was ashamed of that little gun. It's too it small. Of a gun. Deep. I yeah. figured you'd have like a bazooka or something. Maybe I do. When will we get oh yeah, hopefully this gets the ball rolling. Name one annoying thing about each other. Wow. That's good. That's gonna be a hard one for you for you to answer. Because like what what is annoying about me? There's nothing annoying about Jack. I love every bit of him. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I, I'm not even gonna get to what's annoying about insurance. Just because, like, it's all too much. Yeah, we got a lot of questions coming up, and we, we're not going to be here all night. Would Jack and Intra hunt the Mothman? Not only would we hunt him, we would catch him. I, yeah, I'm into this idea. Intra, me and Intra hunting down the Mothman. I think you this remember, would be a good video series. You remember the time those Bigfoot hunter guys stayed at your hotel? <laughs> Yeah, I do remember that. I, yeah, it was uh, it was like these the redneck these redneck hillbillies who who hunt monsters, and they were we were all excited because they were in the same hotel as us. We were hoping yeah. they would join the the hot tub, uh, me and Mitch, well, but uh, they never. Did. They were in the same hotel as you. I stayed in my own hotel away from you guys. But, yeah, I know. You're um, like I don't. I don't even want. I it was like you could stay in my room for free, and you're like no. I was like, but you wouldn't even stay in the same hotel. You're like I got to go across town. Yeah. Mitten offered to give me a hotel room. I was like, no, I'm going to go pay three times as much to stay on my own. Your man, uh, you stood by your, your, uh, your beliefs. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Uh, it's Tyler says the honesty is kind of annoying. Apparently I'm too, I'm not only the most honest man in podcasting. Does Tyler, I'm too honest. Is Steve, well, this is this is interesting, Stephen. You're getting called out. Is Stephen Butler too nice for in your head? Oh, I yes. I don't think so. He's a nice man. I think he he ups all of our nice. I mean, we got Vic here. I mean, he can't get nice much nicer than Vic. 
Yeah, Jack, if you're the most honest man in podcasting, then I'm the nicest man in podcasting. Yeah, I agree. I think you're a very good man. I, I can't I can't see you like being mean to anybody. I think Maybe it's I'd a surprise. Piece. Maybe there's a vicious side to uh to Steven. You got a vicious side, Steven? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I suppose I suppose I do, but uh um but uh, not on this show. This right. show kind of makes this show brings out brings the joy brings out, out of you. in me, you know. There so you nice. he was thinking about the bodies true. in his backyard while he was answering. Very true. And Songman's pretty nice guy too. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. You're yeah. Welcome. What sort of dark secrets do you have? <clears throat> Are there dark secrets in Stephen Butler's past? <laughs> dark secrets oh i'm afraid we're just gonna have to i'm gonna have to uh uh, uh sorry oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no my dark secrets are too dark can't air that can't air that here <laughs> nick all right all right everybody loosen up Stretch the neck, cleanse the palate. Time once again for Nikhil Callahan and 20 questions. It's the highlight of every week. Here we go. Number one. What matters more as a fan? Total viewership or demos in the Wednesday Night War? As a fan, neither mattered all to me. I don't know what matters. I don't know the business side, so I can't answer that question. From what I understand, the the demos mean a lot because I think it's about uh, advertising money. Like if you have a younger viewership, you get more money. Plus, uh, not to be depressing, but if you have a younger uh, audience – they're going to, in, in theory, they'll be around longer. If you have an older audience, they won't be here for as long. Yeah, isn't the average age of the WWE audience like in the 50s? Right. To me, it doesn't. To me, it shouldn't matter. It should just be like your total viewership is the, what makes sense. But I understand that's not what yeah. the uh, advertisers look for. But as just a, a fan, neither mean anything to me. Just the simple fact that I want the show to continue. I want all the shows to continue, even if I don't watch them. Uh, let's see. Number two, do you think Brian Cage should win tomorrow? No. I don't think so either. I think it's too early. Yeah. I don't think he should yeah. win lose cleanly, though. Honestly, Moxley seems like the biggest guy on the roster, so I, I think the belt being on him is good. I agree. Uh, who in AW would you like to see booked better? The librarian. Really? <laughs> Do more. You can't tell me you like the gimmick. <laughs> Nobody does. Uh, well, that's a good point. Maybe if you booked them better, they'd be uh, they'd be top. I'm gonna say um, Brody Lee. I don't I don't think he fits yeah, the, that, the gimmick. That's a good one. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Um. Why does Cornette hate hate AEW so much? I think he hates everything. <laughs> yeah, I don't 
I hate to say this. I don't think there's total honesty to his hatred. I think a lot of it is just his bias towards personally hating uh, some of these guys there. So do you believe the theory that he's secretly working with AEW? No. I don't see how he would be. No. Because he probably does turn off a part of the audience. Because there are people who will listen to a – I've seen it, you know, like people that will just – whatever Cornette says, they just kind of puppet. And I'm not just saying they – because there are people who just agree because they have similar, you know, opinions. But I see people who, like, basically, like, change your mind depending on what he says. And not just him, but, you know, other people that people listen to. Uh, do you think the TNT Open Challenge buries the people that lose? I don't even know what that is. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, for the title. For the, I see, the TNT, uh, Cody Rhodes. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Let me, what do you think about Cody and Sonny Kiss at this big pay-per-view they're having on TNT? Cody and Sonny Kiss? That's a match for a fight for the fallen. Is it really? Yes. It could yeah. be a good match. They're both I think it would be a good match, but I don't think they've uh, – because they've been building uh, Sonny Kiss and uh, Joey Janela as a team. Yeah. Sonny Here. Kiss versus Cody for the – yeah. Hey, it might be a chance for him to shine. I actually like Sonny Kiss. It would be good because be. I've never seen him in like a like a competitive match. It will be interesting to see what he can do. Yeah. Uh, do you still f- talk to these old message board guys? Interesting. Extreme Falls? Um, yeah, actually a little bit. Uh, he's on my Facebook, and uh, we interact sometimes. Afro. I do not have any interaction with Afro. I think the last time was a couple of years ago when he popped back up on the Facebook momentarily. And uh, Joe from Portugal. No. No interaction at all with him. Can't say I miss him. I got rid of all of them for spoiling things for me on all Facebook. Right. What was your favorite era attitude or ruthless aggression? Definitely attitude era for me. Attitude, yeah. Is Orange Cassidy a mockery to the wrestling business? I mean, in some ways, yes, but I, I think he, I, I like him. I mean, honestly, the wrestling business itself is – there is an element of all of it being sort of a mockery. I, I don't want to insult anybody, but part of my appeal to wrestling is it's a little silly – I mean, I know he's sillier than some other things, but I, I like him. He does not insult me when I watch the wrestling. I enjoy him. What are your thoughts on Meltzer as a journalist? I honestly think he's the best wrestling journalist there is. I mean, there's stuff I don't agree with, or I'm not, no one's perfect, but if you just break it down, I mean, he's the most well-known. Almost all the wrestling news you read online is actually from Meltzer originally, and it's just rewritten. And... uh his history of wrestling is really, you know, top notch. I mean, when you have other supposed wrestling journalists pretty much just reading what Meltzer writes, then right, obviously. Yeah, I mean, Hannibal, his whole is he just does a whole show where he reads the Observer. Yeah, that's very weird. I don't even know if it, I guess I don't know the legalities of that because, like, that's a paying thing. Can can you legally? Like, I'm not going to say he's going to sue him or anything, but can you legally just, like, let's say I subscribe to a magazine and then I just go online and read it to everybody? I don't see why not, but I mean, it I, is do that with, I don't think you could do that with a book. I don't think you could read a book, like an audio version of a book. What if he just literally came on there and read it word for word? 
Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just, I am curious. <laughs> I don't know where that would fall. Uh, have you met him? Yes, I've, I've met him in, in Chicago. Are you a subscriber? I haven't subscribed in, uh, in years, but I was a subscriber in the 90s and way into the 2000s. Uh, any, uh, anyone met Meltzer? I've met a, a fan uh, at a wrestling show once that said uh, he met Meltzer, and he said uh, he you sounded like an actual journalist. Yeah, I met. I, he stayed at the same hotel as me at once in Chicago. We both stayed in the cheaper hotel. He's a smart man. So it was at uh, what's what's the uh, what's the name of the um, the convention that AEW runs? I know it's not technically AEW, but Starcast. Starcast. So the Starcast Hotel is a big hotel, and it was quite quite no. I mean, it's not really expensive, but it was more money than a smaller hotel that shared the same parking lot. It was literally not. I'm not even exaggerating. Two minutes walk. I could leave my hotel just walk up the parking lot and I was in the other hotel. So it made, I mean, it was like a third the price. So I stayed there and so did Dave Meltzer. So Dave Meltzer is also a bargain shopper. Besides the fact that I actually didn't even pay for it anyway, I was brought in, but I guess uh, the man who brought me in is a bargain shop. Uh, well, that's not true. He actually tried to get me a room in the other hotel, but, uh, but it was sold out and I was totally fine walking to two minutes to save a bunch of money. Uh, when you found out Eddie Guerrero had died, how did you react? Wow. Soup, that's a super sad. Uh, uh, great talent, big fan of his, and the fact that he really changed his life around and was on the rebound and then died, that's just heartbreaking. Yeah, I remember I was just shocked. It was a guy you didn't expect. So, Yeah, it's very sad. Nothing but sad sadness on that. How long will Bruce Pritchard last as head booker? Off and on till Vince McMahon dies. <laughs> I mean, he was gone for a long time. I think, uh, but I think a lot of that was he was on stuff. So I, I don't know. It seems like they have a lot of faith in him, even with the ratings not being good. Uh, who would have thought that Bruce Pritchard, because he is an old uh, a guy from the territory days, would be like this guy that would do all these, you know, weird. Uh, theatrical matches yeah but who, who even knows if he's in charge of all that they say he is but did people at school yeah did people at, i'm sorry did people because they said he booked the um the funhouse match at wrestlemania uh, did people well, on, that's sorry. something to brag that's something to brag about oh yeah it's fantastic did people at school during the attitude era actually talk about wrestling or was it considered for losers well i graduated in 94 so i graduated right before the attitude era started and it was definitely for losers at that point it was me and and pete Corey and michael zelinski i believe those were the only two wrestling fans that i knew uh, and uh, Mike Zelensky wasn't in my home room, but Pete Corey was. So it, it was me and Pete Corey, the only two, the only wrestling fan I hung out with in school. I'd come in home room, we talk wrestling. Then at lunch we talk wrestling. No one else, everyone else thought it was a bunch of bullshit. I remember bringing the PWA into PWI 500 in the home room every year when it would come out, and we when we we'd look at it and read it in home room at lunch. But uh, the same wasn't true for the Crockett era, was it? 
Um, I was pretty young then. I would have been like ten. Um, I mean, no one, no one watched Crockett when I was a kid, besides me in my school. Uh, people outside of the school did, uh, like my old my, because I hang out a lot with a lot of older people because my brother's nine years older. So even outside of school, I would hang out with a lot of older people, and they were into the Crockett era. And um, when I was real young, a lot of those, uh, remember Troy and his friends were really into world class. They uh, they all were a big fan of um, what's his name, the handsome half breed, which has suddenly become like a legendary wrestler, but no one really talked about him until recently. But I remember they were all fans of him at the time. Uh, what's his name? He died really young. Gino Hernandez, yeah. But uh, when I was in – because I remember wearing a Macho Man shirt to to school because the first wrestling show I went to, I think I was about 10. It was one of the King of the Rings. It was one Macho Man one, not when he became King, you know, Savage. It was back when the King of the Ring was just an annual New England house show. And uh, that was the first show I ever went to. I think it was in Providence, Rhode Island. And – it came down to uh, King Kong Bundy. It was a tournament, and it came down to King Kong Bundy and Macho Man, a Macho Man one. But at that show, I bought a Macho Man T-shirt, the old uh, pink one that said uh, Macho Man on it. And um, I remember wearing it at the school, and I don't think hardly anyone knew what it meant. <laughs> I was about 10. Um, I think they kind of, like, joked, like, like I thought I was a Macho Man. Like, they just – Took it as like I thought I was a macho man. I remember you growing up in the South and the, the Crockett era. Like, is wrestling was so common around me? Like, I didn't ever think of it as I would later on. But maybe I was just too young to know that. I don't know. Right? Maybe it was still considered for losers. I don't know. Um. So I, I can't speak of the Attitude Era. I would think like a lot of people would have watched it then. That that was the the time I really saw a lot of wrestling shirts outside of wrestling events, like at the mall and stuff. You'd see people wearing wrestling shirts, and you'd see a lot of wrestling shirts for sale everywhere. That was like the only time I really remember that. Even in the eighties, like when it was big, I really didn't see many people wearing wrestling shirts. Well, there wasn't as many back then. That's true. Was there wasn't the merchandise wasn't as big. Yeah. Uh, when ECW went out of business, how did you feel at the time? That was uh, awful. Um, I, I would say even though, like I talked about uh, Crock and stuff, ECW was, I think I was the most emotionally attached to. And um, in the grand scheme of things, the end of WCW is probably worse for wrestling. But just that, I remember that one hit me the worst when ECW ended. I even, when it stopped airing on my local channel, I remember calling them up and, and wondering why it wasn't on. And I can't imagine doing that for any other wrestling or any show in general, just calling up the, the, the channel to see why isn't the CCW was on. But yeah, You're not going to call it? That was big for me. Call it Fox and see why they're not airing SmackDown tonight? Exactly. I call, it, was, uh, it was on 3 a.m. Saturday nights on the, on the Spanish channel. I remember it was Channel 27. I don't remember the name of the network. And so I called them up and they no one spoke English. Because that was the only, literally the only show on, in English on there. Because it was paid programming, they would, buy, you know, they bought uh, infomercial and show show DCW. And I still remember the ads. So they had ads like to buy the, uh, you know, the the their VHS tape stuff. But the local ad, well, not local ads, but the ads for their TV shows. It was always Sabado Gigante, Football Moss. 
And you're just on the phone yelling ECW at them. Yeah, you know, like, no, no, I believe English. Um, do you think AW has lived up to your expectations so far or fallen below? Um, I really like it. I, I do think uh, the only reason for me it's I, – I can't even say it's fallen, but um, it's just a, without the crowd, the crowd is – no crowd has heard it for me. I still like it, and I think they do the best they can, but um, it lost its, a lot of momentum when you don't have crowds, and that's no fault of their own. Yeah, I agree with that. Before the loss of crowds, though, it was exceeding my expectations. Yeah, I didn't expect much. So. Yeah, I was really looking forward to the to the blood and gut show. Yeah, I was too. Uh, do you think four pay per views for AEW is the perfect amount, or do they need to do more? I think it's a good amount. I wouldn't do more. <laughs> Yeah, until things start rolling again, I definitely wouldn't do anything yeah, more. And I think you could do like the the big shows, like they did Fighter Fest, where it just airs on TNT. Uh, what did you like about WCW during its whole run? I love WCW. I well, main thing I think I like it had so much variety. Yeah, the height in the nineties that was the big thing because. You look back at it now, you think Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero, all those guys are just normal. But at the time, them bringing in guys from different places like that, that wasn't – and smaller guys too, that wasn't – they were the first ones to do that. So, yeah, on, the on that level. level. I know ECW did it too, but – Yeah, it's a different level. So, yeah, you, you, and you, yeah. So you got these matches you, you, you couldn't see, you know, the super juniors they call them at the time, Jericho and uh, Eddie and – Dean Malenko. So you had these like amazing matches. Um, you know, then you had the Lucha guys and then you'd have some hardcore stuff and you had some tag team stuff. And then you had, you know, the top uh, guys doing, you know, the big NWA, sto- NWA storyline. So for me, you had like all the best of everything. You know, if you just had the great matches, it, it, it's cool, but it doesn't really work for me. If you just had the NWO stuff, that would be fun. But you'd get tired of just seeing, like, you know, kind of not necessarily great matches. So, but when you have that all mixed up, uh, it was great. And that's what I like in a wrestling show. I like, uh, I like the variety. Because I like all of that. I like it all for different reasons. Um, will you ever see wrestling rise? Will we ever see wrestling rise to the popularity of the 90s? In my heart, I say no. But I, I didn't think we'd ever see a second promotion either, you know, that, that's doing uh, – that's on national TV and has yeah, big crowds it, when you can do crowds. So, who knows? It's hard to imagine that right now, but mm-hmm. it's possible. I don't think anyone thought it would rise in 93 when we were seeing Teal Hopper and stuff, you know. I don't think – if you would ask a lot of people then, do you think, like, it'll be, you know, huge like it was in the 80s probably? And people say no. Favorite wrestling event you ever attended? This AEW pay-per-views have just been tremendous. Live, just uh, – they were awesome on TV, but live, just amazing. And thanks to Chi-Town Matt for bringing it out. Uh, ECW television show for me. I've never never got to see ECW live, unfortunately. I saw two. They came to my hometown twice. Man, came to Huntington? Yep, Huntington. What about the rest of you guys? That's a good – yeah. I still mean at 20. You were there? It was, yeah, it was my first uh, pay-per-view, my first show. It was wonderful seeing Benoit and Eddie Guerrero, that moment. 
which probably be abolished forever in uh, WWE's eyes. And even if not, it does, it, it's tarnished forever. You know what I mean? Even if it's not like, even if it, it still airs, but there's, there's always this weird negativity to, you know, to it. You can't watch it the same as you did before. But it was a magical moment. And that was a great, great night. Great night, great show from top to bottom. I enjoyed the Jericho Christian match. I enjoyed the, the Playboy evening gown match where they stripped down to just their blonde panties. Yeah, you did, um, like, sir. Yeah, I enjoyed the uh, Molly Holly Tara match where that their shave on uh, Tara said, uh, um, Molly said, uh, excuse me, um, Kurt Angle, Eddie Gorgo, great match. Just uh, up and down. The best uh, pay-per-view. I watched WrestleMania 20 on the network dozens of times already, so. Did you go there by yourself? Did you travel out there by yourself? Not myself. By my nosem. Very cool. Uh, although I got tickets. The day I got tickets, I went with my mom because my mom oh, doesn't want, want me to get into fights with wrestler, with uh, other wrestling fans. So uh-huh. she just did uh, to protect me. Oh, well. It was a long, long line. Long, long line. E- even you after. Get in a fight, but you didn't get in a fight at the show, mm-hmm. did you? Do you, nope. you get into fights? Nope. I, don't, I don't think so. No, unlike, uh, unlike WrestleMania New Orleans uh, two years ago, I yeah. think drama free. Very good. It was the best one. Best one. And that's I've been to excellent. four. Yeah, that's a great memory, Alexa. Songman, what was your favorite uh, show you've been to live? I would say the memorable one will be the Raw Oz can decide to turn his, before he's ready to turn his back on WWE. Yeah, at the time, if you remember in Providence when he was at saying, are you going to join the Alliance or are you going to join WWF before they got ready for Invasion? That was right. the best memory one when he saved all the, the WWF crowd. I mean, I mean, roster that night. That was a really memorable moment for me. I was at WrestleMania 14 when he beat uh, um, Michaels for the title with, uh, with Tyson there. That was a really cool oh, yeah. That's really the kickoff of just, you know, everything, you know, skyrocketing. Vic Schiavone. I was trying to think. I got to go to the very first show in Memphis when Andy Kaufman showed up. Oh, that's cool. That was a lot of fun. Now, this was one, it was a straight thing. He was wrestling three women out of the crowd. Mm -hmm. And they started the angle the next week. But it was because he had some serious heat just sitting there going off on the crowd and the women he was wrestling. And they, yeah. there was nobody better at drawing heat than Andy Kaufman. That was a Vic. lot of, Damn. that was a lot of fun. What, Vic, what were the live crowds really like when Kaufman did his thing? Were they like really legitimately hating on him? And Oh yeah. I mean, those, I mean, you're talking back, back in the days when people took it seriously. And Memphis, I mean, the, the first night he was there, it was a small crowd, and they had 8,000 people show up on Monday night. Yeah. So, I mean, as, 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 he, as he got more into his stick, the crowds got bigger. Till the night when he finally wrestled Lawler, they had a sellout, which for the Coliseum was 11,200. Now, I didn't make that show, but I met, I, the only one I ever made live when he was there was his the very first one, and that was that was a lo- it was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I loved to been there. That's really cool. Uh, Vic, I mean, uh, sorry, Stephen. 
So um, it may not have been one of the greatest WrestleManias of all time, but I, uh, but for me, it was WrestleMania X8. As a fan, it was a lot of fun to attend that show. <laughs> you, had, you had Rock versus uh, versus Hogan, and and um, I think as that's a one fan, of the greatest live matches. I mean, I'd watch it on pay per view, but I imagine being there, like just the atmosphere would have been, you know, insane. It was, yeah. As a fan, uh, yeah interacting with with the with the match and just screaming and hollering and it i mean i that was one match or one experience in wrestling i really enjoyed um like I said the card wasn't maybe that the best but as a fan we were just hollering and we were interact even right when jr and lawler walked to the ring and think I mean, we were just, it's like we were just screaming and hollering for them right from, right. even before the, the pay-per-view started, right mm -hmm. up until, right up until um, Triple H walked up the ramp. I mean, it was, it was just one of the greatest live experiences I've ever had as a wrestling fan. Yeah, there's something about being there live. It's a, uh, you know, totally different experience watching TV. But I, I think that would have been an awesome one to be there. Just, even just for the rock, uh, uh, Hogan match alone. Uh, Inter, have you ever play? Have you played Last of Us Two? I have not. I like my old Nintendo games best. Mm -hmm. I saw this as a game people are sharing because, like, I guess, like the characters do the nasty. Oh, really? No, oh, yeah. I've I've seen it talked about, but I've not played it. That's I mean, I mean, they have sex. Yes. Uh, favorite movies from these actors? Everyone can answer here. Uh, James Franco. Everyone's James favorite James Franco film. Probably the uh, Disaster Artist. Yeah. I like this is the end. I like Pineapple Express too. Seth Rogen. Pineapple Express. This is the end. Bruce Willis. Die Hard. <laughs> yeah, or, um, die Hard. Or Pulp Fiction. Oh, uh, yeah. Pulp Fiction, absolutely. Yeah. Lex, are you a favorite Bruce Willis film? I'm not really a big movie buff. Oh, really? Yeah, but, I, uh, but I've seen, like, uh, I've seen Die Hard, so I've gonna have to go with that. He he seems like a pretty smart ass against the terrorists. So. It's a good movie. I wish we had that for 9-11, like, uh, before, like, the bombings happened. Uh, we wish, you yeah. wish we had Bruce Willis. Yeah, Bruce Willis will <laughs> kill the terrorists yeah. by being a smart ass and uh no, I huge agree. We need Bruce story. Willis up in the plane. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Harrison Ford. Wow, that's a hard one to narrow down. Some big movies with Harrison Ford. Empire Strikes Back. Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. American Graffiti. <laughs> That's a great movie, too, American Graffiti, yeah. Mm. I'm going to go with Empire Strikes Back, but I, I like a lot of these movies. You that or Indiana Jones. I yeah, I'd probably, probably go with the uh, Indiana Jones. Aliens vs. Cowboys? <laughs> no. <laughs> Figured that'd be up your alley, Inchman. Denzel Washington. Malcolm X is really good. You really like if you watch Malcolm X, the actual guy. Like, you can almost like it's like he really nailed it. Like, he's got the the cadence and everything. 
I'm actually a big Book of Eli fan. Oh, really? Glory's a good movie. I'll recommend Training Day. That's a good movie, too. Next one's very hard for me. It's Robert De Niro. Mm. It's some of my favorite movies of all time. Taxi Driver is up there for my favorite movie of all time. And Godfather 2. Goodfellas. I don't know how to how I pick out of these. Heat. Heat, really? That's good. I'm, uh, I would not put Heat next to Goodfellas or Godfather 2 or Taxi Driver, but not a lot of people like Heat. Grandpa. <laughs> the flockers or some bullshit. Ben Stiller. Um, Meet the parents. Meet the parents. Yeah. I'm going to say dodgeball. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with meet the parents. I wasn't a big dodgeball fan. Owen Wilson. Bottle Rocket. Bottle Rocket was good. He did one with Eddie Murphy called I Spy. I liked Midnight in Paris. I've not seen that. That's a Woody Allen film. Bradley Cooper. I don't know if I really know many Bradley Cooper movies. Star is Born. (laughs) I like that movie. I know a lot of people are against it. I've heard that movie. I've not seen that movie. (laughs) Right. We heard the ending of it like a thousand times when we were in Buffalo. I think he's was he also in um, Hangover? Hangover and Eighteen is what I remember him from. Eighteen, that's probably right up your alley, I'm sure. Yeah, Eighteen is my favorite. No, he didn't name anyone from uh, from um, from uh, the uh, Police Academy films. Man. <laughs> Because he, he knows why your favorite movie of them would be whichever Police Academy movie they were in. Police Academy. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for answering and stay safe. Well, thank you, Nikhil. You're a good man. Diego Santos has a question for Incher. Oh, boy. Do you know where babies come from? <laughs> well, the stork brings the babies. <laughs> Very good. Did your daddy have a, the, the talk with you about the stork? Yeah. Pop it in. Stork brings the babies. Yeah. By the way, this is an FTR shirt, if people didn't know. You got an FTR shirt? Yep. Talk heavy, hit hard. What does the FTR stand for? It's up to you, buddy. <laughs> uh, would you rather, this Dobbs, who would you rather, Donald Trump or Kim Jong-un? Well, Kim Jong-un's my special little man, so. It's true. <laughs> Dobbs Dean Maya, sweet or spicy? If I have the spicy, IWV all over myself, so I got to go with the sweet. All right. I kind of like the combination of the two, personally, but I'm probably more of a spicy guy now. I don't need a lot of sweets. Dobbs Dean Maya, would you rather give up Shower for a month or give up the internet for a month? I'll be honest, I give up showering for a month. Yeah, I'm from West Virginia, so that's not a big deal for me. Shower. Yeah, so, so you're basically live your life or give up uh, the internet. Yeah. I'll keep the internet. No loss here. I mean, does he, does he mean you can't wash it all? Like, could you still, like, bait or just even, 
you know, take a towel and when we'll give well, I assume I can go out back to the rain tub and splash them like I do now. Right. Just use those wipes. There you go. Yeah. There you go, yeah. the wet ones. Yeah. Hospital, right? Yeah. And they, when they, they bathe you, they use those wipes. Yeah, I had to do that for a long time. I couldn't shower for, for a long time. Uh, Always Al, got the wet ones on me. There you go. Al Wolf, if Cleveland changes the name of their baseball team, should they rename the team to the Cleveland Steamers? <laughs> There's going to be like a train – Want to get on the heady train? I like it, yeah. Juju would like to get on the heady train, from my understanding. Dobbs Dean Maya, what's your favorite wrestling t-shirt of all time? Mm, That's something everybody could answer, too. Yeah, that's an interesting Mm. one. I really like the Macho Man shirt. It's the first shirt I bought. I like the old school Macho Man shirt. Did JYD ever have a shirt? He probably did, but not not one that stands out to me. Bootios. The Bootio shirt is pretty sweet. I'd like to get a new Bootio shirt. Hello, Ryan D. Howell. You're a good man. Uh, Lexar, do you have a favorite uh, wrestling shirt of all time? I liked a lot of the ECW shirts, too. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with the ECW one. The, the, the one, the old school one that says Extreme Championship okay. Wrestling. Yeah, that's ECW. cool. I like the, yeah. And uh, NWO shirt's very cool, too. I bought a Sandman Budweiser shirt when I went to ECW. I still got it somewhere. Really? Sure. Well, that's yeah. really um, well, next week. I got holes. Oh, yeah. Because you don't watch. Vic Schiavone. My all-time favorite shirt is the Cactus Jack Wanted Dead. That's an excellent choice. Oh, that's my favorite. Uh, Songman. You have a favorite wrestling T-shirt? Well, I couldn't name a lot of them, but I, I don't think I have a necessary one. Maybe the only one I could think of is the one that wasn't on sale too long, and no one was the Jellico hockey one. If you remember okay. that one, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to say the um, Sin Cara one that looked like a penis that they took. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Right. Well, his favorite one is the "I'm a Hugger" shirt from Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> I can see you wearing that. Well, I would maybe just say the one of the most recent ones would be the man. <laughs> All right, um, Steven. Oh, I agree with Vic. I think uh, the wanted that dead is or a, alive. That is a good one. Cactus Jack. When I've got it in my closet, I bought it recent. I bought it uh, a few years ago, and I'm, it's one of my favorite ones right now. So. I regret not buying that. Uh, they had it for sale at the um, at Pro Wrestling Tees when I was there in Chicago. They have like a limited run of new ones. Uh, Dobbs Dean Maya, who do you think is the tastiest woman in wrestling today? Hmm. <laughs> Liv Morgan. Yeah. Liv Morgan. Sasha Banks because she, she looks like she tastes like chocolate. Why wouldn't you eat the chocolate buttholes? You could have just pretended they were Sasha Banks. <laughs> Because they were sent by Jason Minton, not Sasha Banks. Anyone else want to uh, want to throw an answer? Lexar, do you have an qu- answer for that? Maybe Bailey. Yeah, Bailey, maybe Sasha Banks. Dog maybe D- Dana Brooke because she's small, sicker too. Dana Brooke. 
Dean Book? We'll have to ask uh, Batista. Dobbs Dean Maya watching Incher waving his pistol around like a madman last week. Was, I was scared, uh, scared the shit out of me. I will never ask him another silly question ever again. You think that scared you? Uh-oh. I'll bring out my bazooka. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Man, he's being in business today. Holy shit. Now, Dobbs can uh, definitely never ask me any silly questions. Oh, damn. You know how to, do you know how to use that one? Oh, yeah. You're not going to have to look it up on YouTube if someone comes running in? I actually would have to look it up on YouTube if someone comes running in. Don't kill you. Yeah. Don't, don't, like, blow up your uh, bootios box or nothing. <laughs> yeah, I, I will do my best not to do that. All right. You're going to post this all over uh, Facebook? I have to ask you how <laughs> Uh, what did Incher, if Incher, this is Dobbs wants to know, if Incher took me out for a day, what fun things would we do? Dobbs, I would take Dobbs out and I would humble him cheeky style. And, um, you wouldn't want him back after I got done with him. He'd be my young boy. Whoa. Force it. He said, would you, do you think you'll accept me like Jason Mitten did? Oh, I'll accept you, and and you'll accept me, too. How old do you think Dixie Carter will ever be inducted into the TNA Hall of Fame? (laughs) Now, that's a prestigious honor that I'm just not sure she's worthy of. That's only for the elite of the elite. Sonny Siaki is going in this year? Yes, Sonny Siaki would be good. Johnny Swinger? Johnny Swinger is already Hall of Fame material. Man. Even though he's got a long career ahead of him. Got to get suicide in there someday. Suicide, come alive. How does that song make sense? Suicide don't make you come alive. It does the opposite. <laughs> Ryan D. Howell says, I'm studying to become a comic book artist next year. Very good. Good. Dobbs Dean Maya wants to know what does a Jason Mitten do anyway? What the ask Jason? I, I think he I just think he just be a good guy. I think. Yeah, I think he's the glue that holds the Headyverse together. Because Jack and I hadn't seen each other for years. True. He, he brought, brought us, us together. together. Strong bond. Very true. Should in your head sell Mitten mittens? I think uh, any product line with Jason Men's name on it would probably skyrocket. Yeah. Would any of you guys buy – what kind of in-your-head merchandise would you guys like to see, Lexar? I don't know. Just in-your-head squatty potties. <laughs> <laughs> in-your-head, out-of-your-ass squatty potty. Mm-hmm. Vic, do you have any good uh, in-your-head merchandise ideas? I'll have to think on that one for a while, <laughs> Maybe a gummy bear's shirt would be good. Yeah. I'll I'd like to see a Lexar. Huh? I'd like to see a Lexar shirt. That would be good. Lexar shirt. Song man, you got it? We got one? 
I would just say one call for a phone. Just dial one number, and then it'll call in your room each and every time. I like if you forget the number. It's like hit this red button, bam! It's just all in your head. <laughs> Steven, do you have one? Uh, how? Um, how about some some um, some in your in your head brand? <laughs> That's it. No, it's it's too dirty to say. <laughs> oh man, people thinking he's uh he's all nice over here. Maybe some well, WV. Well, no, it's uh, it's more of a tribute to some 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 of the more racier topics you oh, come up with like every single week. <laughs> Maybe some, some WV uh, uh undergarment like adult diapers. Yeah, maybe some some in your head lube or some in your head. Uh, um, maybe yeah, the ultimate beef uh, brand. Yeah, we get some ultimate beef, ultimate yeah, maybe some ultimate beef lube or something like that. Hey, wear not just in your head bed sheets before you go to bed. I was hey. on in your head. <laughs> there we go. We could we could put uh, Miss well, maybe just bed sheets with Jackie Jones' face all over it. There like you go. <laughs> so you could you could finally have me all over your body while you're sleeping. <laughs> Jackie Jones, yeah, pillowcases. Yeah. We need a, a bobblehead uh, song man that just says little <laughs> rhymes. I like that. <laughs> Jason Mitten, what's your most favorite song ever? Oh. A man called Sting. I'm going to admit something here to you, Jack, that I've never said before, but I think it's time. Mm -hmm. My favorite song ever, wrestling or otherwise, Bound for Glory. Wow. I'm glad I'm glad uh, you're coming clean uh, here and admitting that. I'm glad to uh, finally get it out. <laughs> I'm about to change my vote. That probably – I'm going to agree with you, Incher. That's probably the greatest song, not even just wrestling-wise. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Lexar, do you have a favorite wrestling song or just song, I guess? Wrestling-wise is from Slam Jam, Simply Ravish. already. Oh, wow. That's good, yeah. Uh -huh. It's Simply but, uh, Ravishing. Oh. Wrestling hmm. is a uh, Journey song, really? uh, but it's one, yeah, but it's not like a uh, it's not small uh, town girl. No, no, no. It's, it's one of the most underrated. Ask the lonely. Ask the lonely. Oh, really? That's a very, uh, very beautiful yeah. song, Alexa. Uh, and uh, also one more. Uh, China Girl by David Bowie. All right. I like that song. <laughs> I like it. I'm a big Bowie fan. My little China girl. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a good one. Uh, Vic Schiavone. Favorite, favorite wrestling, wrestling song. Wrestling song has to be Enter Sandman. No, that's like yeah. best entrance. Yeah. You have a favorite to song? Can't narrow it down to just one. That's mm -hmm. tough. Right. Song man, the song man's got a favorite song. What's your favorite? Song? <laughs> well, I have a thousands of them. Uh -huh. <laughs> I can't name them like Vic. Sting the smoke. Probably the ones oh, you sing are your favorite. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's probably like the old attitude uh, one when with the mystery, and I always like the old after the hard times with boss man's. Oh, I like that song too. 
Yo, it yeah, wasn't his hard time one, though. take a trip down to Cobb County, Georgia. Better read yeah. the signs, obey law yeah, and order, serving yeah. hard times. Well, it wasn't the hard times. It was his heel down. one that he had in 98 when he oh, came back for his okay. heel gimmick. Oh, yeah. man. I don't know about that one. How about Jack? Did, did you go to Cobb County, Georgia when you were in Georgia? Don't, I was I was afraid to. I don't want to be serving hard times. Good answer, uh, <laughs> Stephen. Oh, back country boy, back when they were using pop songs for entrance music. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like Living After Midnight when the Midnight Rockers used to come in in AWA. That, I I always enjoyed that. Even to this day, I still like listening to that song. Living. After midnight, rocking till the dawn, loving till the morning, and I'm gone. I'm, I'm gone. gone. Yeah, that's that's music. I like that. I always like that. As for an original W, as an original wrestling song made for a wrestler, um, I'm just trying to think. I mean, yeah, exactly. There are so many of them. Um, Currently, I love the Jericho theme. That would be my favorite current one. Yeah. But But that actually wasn't even made for a wrestler to begin with. Yeah, but that's fine. Neither was, so you know. I didn't know know this, but Metallica did not make Enter Sandman for for the Sandman. No. What? It wasn't. Well, you can also add Evolution in there, too. All right. Evolution is a mystery. Even like girls and cars. What? Even like girls and cars. Girls and cars. Girls and cars. I can see Bobby Dupree. Is that the guy's name? I'm trying to think. That was for Strike Force. Santana and Martel. Martel, yeah. Yeah. That was a dog. I gotta say, I'm very disappointed in Steven. How did you not pick the mounting thumbs? <laughs> oh. Oh, oh no! Um, like I said, I mean, I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. I'm handsome. I'm brave. I'm strong. I am the mountie, <laughs> and <laughs> I enforce the law. You can try to run, but you can never hide yeah. because the mountie. Always gets his man. Well, how can you forget actually Jackie Jones on one? I'm cool. I'm conky. I'm bad. There you go. There you go. Jones up and bad. Don't want to make him say it. All right. Who is better at cornhole, Jack or Incher? Listen, no one can take a sack to the hole like Incher can. I think you probably more experience at, uh, at cornhole. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely play uh, more cornhole than you have. The, the southern you know, <laughs> getting together, yeah. playing cornhole with your family. Um, Dogs Dean Maya, is it better to tell a person the raw truth or say it soft and gently? I'm more of a raw truth, but it's probably better to say it soft. I'm more of a soft and gentleman. 
Uh, Owl, has Intra been back to the flea market, or is he still worried about getting teased for wrestling, for wearing a mask in public? I'm still worried about getting teased for wearing a mask in public because they're starting to force us to do that now. But the flea market is calling me, and I may go soon. I may go tonight. Who knows? Jason Mitten, who's on your Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling? Mm. Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. Steve Austin. Ric Flair. Mm. I can't, I, I mean, it probably should be like Bruno or Luthez, but it's before my day, so I, it would be like just kind of guessing. But for people I've seen, I'm going to put. Um, you should put Orange Cassidy on there just to right. fire Orange up. Orange Cassidy. <laughs> Bam, Orange Cassidy, mod, the modern-day uh, Hulk Hogan. Do you have uh, Do you have intro? Do you have four four wrestlers for your Mount Rushmore? That's something the Marks ask a lot, and it's a tough one, but um, I'm going to have to go with Anu. Big Manu fan. Everyone, he's one of the best. ZZ's got to be up there. Um, Anarchia and the last one I, I think I'm going to go with Ted DiBiase Jr. <laughs> Lexar, who's on your Mount Rushmore of wrestling? I had to go up I had to go with the, the wrestlers I grew up watching so I had to go with Hogan uh, Ric Flair Mm-hmm. John Cena and The Undertaker. I mean, that's not as good as mine, but, you know, he, he only knows what he watched. Vic <laughs> Schiavone. I was going to include Undertaker on mine, too. Since I grew up watching Memphis wrestling, I've got to put Jerry Lawler up there. And I would... I'd also say Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan probably. You, can, Good you can't, leave, can't leave them off. Yeah. I mean, you can't deny Undertaker's longevity either to be, you know, top star for three decades, really. But um, think, about the, think about the impact ZZ had in the short amount of time he was there. Got love for ZZ. Mm-hmm. He, he even has people writing songs about him. Hope he's got the same for O-I-B. Songman, what's your, who's your top four wrestlers on your Mount Rushmore? It's kind of a little easy for a decade one, but maybe if I can pick the whole entire era, maybe probably would be kind of the earlier ones. Like I would say Andre the Giant, Hogan, Either, maybe either Savage or Austin, and of course, gotta add on Taker too. All right, those are good picks because Andre yeah. definitely should be there too. That's all good picks. Yeah. Steven from Butlertown. Yeah, it's hard to just make it for all of wrestling. I mean, I've got probably Mount Rushmore's for various groups, but if, if I had to pick all of wrestling, yeah, I'd probably add Andre, Hogan, Flair. And Vince, 
Okay, that's interesting. And honestly, if you think about it, that's a good pick. Yeah. Interesting. Who's your heady verse, Mount Rushmore? Ooh. Mm. Um, Jack, Incher. Jack, Incher, Juju, and Juju B, and Jason Mittenay. That's a good one. I like that one. <laughs> Forget about Prez. He stole your um, video equipment anyway. <laughs> it's an inside job. Yeah. Ryan here in the chat saying that Tegan Knox has a girlfriend now. And he's proud of her. Very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, or just uh, these four people here, which are really six. Uh, since True. we have a new and improved incher, will we finally see the return of Barbie Richards? Well, I'm glad that he's noticed, you know, that you've improved yourself. Well, we're trying to be a better person. Admit some things I've kept in for a long time. I think that's a, that's a good step in the right direction. Well, we see the return of Barbie Richards. I mean, it's, it's, oh, if he wants to zoom in, he's always welcome to. I don't think he can fly to the country now. So Yeah, you don't need to actually fly here, Incher. Oh, okay. You said zoom. I flew no. in the, when we were in the hotel. <laughs> you did fly. You were fueled by a, um, a jar of moonshine. That's very true. All right. Well, that's all the questions. I want to thank everyone for sending them in. Yeah. Very good people. I appreciate all of you. Good questions this week. Round of applause, my fine fellows. We will be back next week with the Mighty Lexar birthday show. Myself and One Inch Biceps. And I implore all the Headyverse out there. You've got a week. Think about it. Zoom in next week, even if you've never zoomed in before, with your favorite memories of the Mighty Lexar. I want everyone to zoom in and wish him a happy birthday. I think it'll be a very memorable night. Especially Jujubee. I would like to see Jujubee on the Zoom. There you go. Especially Jujubee. Look at that smile. Yeah, he's he's all about it. I like it. Lexar, you're the man. I'm I'm a big fan. I hope you have a happy birthday next week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. And I, I'm all about uh, celebrating this here on the show. Um, anything? Uh, thank you, Vic Schiavone, for being on. Good night. A lot of fun, as usual. Very good. It's always good to see you. Uh, sorry, Shaheen, I just saw you are trying to dial in. We're actually wrapping up the show, but I appreciate you calling next week. Um, the song, man, it's always, no, it's yeah. always fun. Oh, it's a pleasure as always. Steven from the Butlers. It- I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Ben. Oh, <laughs> Steven from the Butlers. Oh. oh, and I interrupted you again. What's your What's your parting words, son, man? Uh, I apologize. Well, it was always a blast to be going on a new show. But hey, I'm just glad Incha's doing well with a new look because, just so you know, if you like a new look with good-looking taste, look for his face because I see he's been traveling all around the states with his roller skates. Waiting to give Lexar the TNA championship belt to put around his birthday waist. Woo! There you go. <laughs> the beard's really working for you, Incher. And I'm glad you got the sound you, fixed. Yes, after half the show. Right. <laughs> we'll hey, see where it goes next week. <laughs> right. 
So I want to thank you, Inch Man, as always, for being here. And, Jack, before we go, I just want to say all those times that we disagreed, I want you to know that I was wrong and you were right. <laughs> Again, <laughs> the honesty is worn off. The honesty of Jackie Jones on the Inch Man, and it's good to see. It's good to see. Yeah. This will I'm learning how to be. History of Hittyverse. Yeah. I love you, man. I try to be as honest as you. So Very nice. I mean, you know, I like you too. Uh, loves me. <laughs> a little bit. Over. But, but hey, let's give a round of pause. And I love Inchman and everyone out there in the Havers. All right. We'll see you guys all next week. If you're Bye, into horror, if you just want to tell you, we're, we're doing a special mm-hmm. show this Thursday. Myself, Troy, Trista Robinson, our new co-host, and Dan Yeager of Texas Chainsaw 3D. And we're going to be when animals attack, where we're going to have our top 13 animals in horror film. You can check that out on the watch party and the without your head group page. And it will also be, uh, we'll do zoom. So you guys can zoom in if you like to and uh, all that good stuff. So check that out and go to without your and subscribe and the iTunes and YouTube and uh, all that stuff. So we'll see you guys all next week. Goodbye. Everyone. Bye. 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 Andre was big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not small. No, no, no. Andre could drink and he could fight. Drink, drink, drink. And a fight, fight, fight. Andre was big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not small. No, no, no. Andre could drink and he could fight. Drink, drink, drink. And a fight, fight, fight. Andre the giant. Andre was big. Yeah, 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 it was not small, no, 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 Andre was great, he was not bad, a great big heart and a great big man, Andre was big, yeah, 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 it was not small, no, 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 Andre could drink, and he could fight, drink, 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 and fight, 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 Andre the Giant, from Grenoble, France.